0: There we go.
1: Yay. Oh, I should have pressed record. Oh, dear.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick.
1: Hey, and I'm Ian Boothby. So there we
0: go. Oh I like your I like your you've had a very soft kinda of sound.
1: I know, it's a soft kinda of day. Why not? Kind of, what hey, are we what are we doing? What are we hey, doing?
0: I'm Ian Boothby. We're not solving crimes. We're
1: not uh No, we're doing yoga. Yeah, there's people that have like put Gone. You know what? I'm having a hard week. Yeah, I'm. It's the end of the week. I'm going to put on a little sneaky dragon. What are those guys going to yap about? Uh, Some uh, their favorite fudge. That sounds like the kind of thing they'll be talking about. (laughs) Then halfway through, they'll tell a painful story from their childhood about (laughs) About, their parents. About more fudge. About more fudge. (laughs) And then uh, we'll talk about a very obscure soap opera. And then we'll discuss how your chickens are doing. And then we'll uh, you know uh, mention every email that we have. And uh, then we'll uh, leave. But, then you and I will go get a burger. Sounds good. I'll but, have a veggie burger. You'll have a regular burger.
0: That's so proper. General Fudgical. Oh, General Fudgical. So good.
1: So Fudgical or sickle? What do you what do I, you? I say? think it should
0: be Fudgcicle. I think okay. I mispronounced it, which you know is typical. When I go to say a joke, I always blow it. I feel like
1: way. if you say sickle, and I understand that it is technically correct. Which is the best kind of correct according to future grammar? But I think fudgical. If you say fudge sickle, you're looking to get mugged because you're a fancy man.
0: Is that right? Yeah, you're going to offend someone so badly. You're not going
1: to offend. You're mm. just going to like that guy's rich. Oh, okay. he's so rich. He calls him fudge sickles.
0: He puts too many. He puts all of the, the right. consonants in his words.
1: Because uh, a person who has a fudgical, mm-hmm. here's what they've gotten. They've had the no name brand fudgicals. Which can't call themselves fudge sickles. No, they can't. They're called fudge bars. They're called fudge but bars. But no parent is going to go have your fudge bar. No
0: <laughs> one's going to say that.
1: <laughs> no, they're going to go have your fudgeicle." Yeah. And so you know that oh, this person uh, you know is one of us. He's you know a person of the people. And then uh, Johnny Fudge Sickle yeah uh, gets the brand name uh, popsicle treats yeah. And so you know probably has some dough and it's worth rolling. <laughs>
0: I bought some. I bought some fudgesicles the other, and this is actual fudgesicles, not not knockoffs. I bought some about two weeks ago, and everyone was very excited. Yeah, had them in the house, but there's still there's still some in the box still sitting in the freezer. I noticed yesterday. Okay, so I guess people weren't that excited. What's the... a
1: fudgical uh, type of fudgesicle mm-hmm. uh, time of day? Is it after uh, dinner, or would it be an afternoon treat when it's sunset the hottest?
0: <laughs> Every part of the day is fudgical day. Breakfast. Okay, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> little ham eggs and I, fudgicle. Oh, I'm gonna get fired from the advertising agency now. Shoot, my my every time of the day is fudgicle. Sure, time of the day is not every fly. time
1: of day is fudgicle, fudgicle day. time. No, yeah. that's more definitely more creamsicle time of day. You can get like yourself a nice yeah. orange creamsicle in that's the morning. Right. That's Feels... like having a glass of orange juice that's and right. a glass of milk <laughs> exactly. at the same time.
0: Kind of like Tang. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a
1: like Tang if you filled it with the milk instead.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah, it's good. What would you rather have? A creamsicle, a revel, revelo. Okay. And just to explain to people, maybe some people don't know what we're talking about. A creamsicle is a, like Ian said, it's sort of like an orange popsicle, but that has ice cream inside. So That's it's correct. ice cream, it's an orange sugary coating, popsicle coating over top of ice cream.
1: Man, this discussion is on brand for our show.
0: <laughs> the revelo. <laughs> Is an ice cream bar with a very so thin coating of chocolate. You
1: just see our friend Nina nodding. At this. <laughs> and I'm just the going, there they go. This is how it goes. The
0: Fetchicle is a chocolate bar, like a kind of malt, almost like a frozen malt, basically. Yeah,
1: that sounds right. It's almost like... Uh, you get to choose it's, it's one. Like Which low one you end, It's a low-end pudding pop. I wouldn't call it a low-end pudding pop. I'd call it a high-end pudding pop. No, no, no. Pudding pop is much better because it's like pudding. It's actually frozen pudding. That's much better than a fudge sickle. No, no, that fudge sickle is like uh, chocolate with water, but like a, a pudding pop. Yeah. that's that's got some dairy content to it. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Your fudge sickle, I don't think has any dairy in it. So let's, you know, it. The other two are, are higher quality. Uh, I'm gonna go. Um, oh boy, I do like a Revell. R- 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 but I'm going to go with a creamsicle. You okay. Know, sometimes you just want that uh, that orange creamsicle. Yeah, fill. Now, yeah. if you end up with a red one or a blue one, then everything can go to hell.
0: Yeah, I okay. know. that's just, why, why is that even a thing? I mean, it's a thing because they just want to fill shelf space. Yeah. You know, But it shouldn't be a thing. It should only be one.
1: You one. wonder, like, what was the first product that went that Kit Kat Oreo route, which was just like, I don't know, let's fill it with anything. Let's just fill it with anything. Yeah. Let's fill those Oreos with pina colada. You know, let's just fill them with with whatever, with peanut butter. Let's fill them with anything. Same with Kit Kats. You know, it's like uh, fill them with green tea, fill them with yogurt, fill them with whatever it's going to be. And and didn't uh, settle down and have their own thing.
0: That's interesting. The first first one I remember doing something like that is Cheerios with Honey Nut Cheerios.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Where for the longest time it was just plain old Cheerios. And then one day Honey Nut Cheerios appeared. And you're like, why? What do we need this for?
1: But it's, you know. It's it's been around. Honey Nut Cheerios are pretty good.
0: Yeah, they're fine, I guess. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I don't just, really eat sugary cereal. Okay, so.
1: uh, full disclosure I just uh, bought a snack pack. Uh, and it had various uh, cereals oh. in it. One of them is yeah. Honey Nut Cheerios. So. And honestly, after we tried the Lucky Charms, we went, oh yeah, that's right. what it tastes like. I remember.
0: Uh,
1: it's been the it's been the Honey Nut Cheerios that have been the winner. Yeah, winners. it's an
0: honest cereal.
1: Oh, it is a goddamn honest cereal. You yeah. could trust you could lend that cereal money. <laughs>
0: Whereas You're not wrong. Lucky Charms and all the rest of those sort of things are. Oh are...
1: fuck, they would run off.
0: <laughs> they would steal your money they and your steal girlfriend. Your
1: money. They would steal. They would steal yeah. your heart.
0: Take your truck. Your girlfriend and your dog, right? And run for the hills. Yeah, there's something to me about that melty marshmallow inside. I just don't like those cereals at okay, all.
1: Okay, so here's here's uh, because of obviously mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not going to give a list. Okay. Of Cheerios flavors. Sure, sure. I mean, again, Could I guess some of them? Well, yes, that's what we do. <laughs> that's how we start our show. This is our look. When I used to do uh, improv, yeah. we would do. Uh, you know, you st- you start off with your little warm up games, yeah. This is our warm-up game. Sure. This is getting our brains working. You've just come from a hard day at work. Uh, You were getting your car fixed. Yep. Uh, I was uh, napping. (laughs) So, you know. (laughs) Wow. We have different lives. Sure do. But we have different lives. We do. I am, you know, in the odd couple, I'm the Oscar Madison. Yeah. You're the Felix Hunger.
0: They're parallel in the sense that they're crashing into each other. Right.
1: Okay. So, uh, first of all, guess when Cheerios uh, first came out.
0: First Cheerios. Okay. It's... General Mills. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess late 19th century.
1: Late 19th century. Well, I'm afraid it's
0: 1941.
1: Wow. Yeah. so Late. Yeah. It's, it does seem like one of those cereals that they would have uh, introduced to uh, keep down
0: sexual urges. Yeah. Stop masturbating. Yeah. Uh, or if curious. you do, uh,
1: have sex with this Cheerio. If, if you if try you can, to get try to get it in there, if, you, if <laughs> they you, were bigger, then
0: if you can fuck it, if you can fuck a Cheerio, you shouldn't be having sex yet. No, you shouldn't. Yeah, you are, still have some developing to do.
1: See, again, this is very on brand for us. We've become <laughs> um, uh, uh, unnecessarily sexual and inappropriate. <laughs> It's like we're at a dinner party and all of a sudden we just told the filthiest joke. And you're like, well, that's not right for this room. (laughs) Did you you see the tone you were setting? (laughs) I listened to this in the car with my kid, you sons of bitches. Um, Okay. Now, you were correct about Honey Nut Cheerios being uh, one of their early things. But it wasn't the earliest Oh, okay. That Honey Nut Cheerios is from 1979. I'm giving you that. Mm. Uh, What was the flavor that came out in 1976? 1976 was their first alternate flavor. And again, there was nut involved. First of all, you had honey nut Cheerios in okay. 79. So it's a blank nut Cheerios. It is a flavor you sometimes associate with breakfast, with another breakfast item. It's a very popular flavor for a breakfast cereal uh, nowadays.
0: Hmm. Common. <laughs> common. Very common. Common is dirt. Um, so would it have been, what's, what's popular with cereal nowadays for, for breakfast? Um, was it like a grape nut thing?
1: It was not a great nut thing. Right? Okay. I've, it's not healthy, but it's not unhealthy. Oh, it's okay. okay. It's fine. It's not like, you know, uh, super oat crunch, wheat <laughs> bran bullshit. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a flavor that you go, that is that is a common cereal flavor. And then add nuts.
0: <laughs> oh, it's a cereal flavor, and then there's nuts in it.
1: Well, it's like, yeah, here's the flavor nut Cheerios. Oh, okay. Like nut oh, Cheerios. Okay. Like I, nut I'm
0: Cheerios. sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Please, please apologize. I appreciate Yeah, your
0: Yeah. Um, it's accepted. It's a popular. Breakfast flavoring. Yes. Is it Was it brown sugar and... Well,
1: that's a very good guess, Uh but no, it is cinnamon
0: nut. I was going to say cinnamon, then I was now though, you didn't, That's did not, not a you breakfast did, thing. You goddamn didn't. That's not a breakfast you didn't, thing. You didn't say it. Now Wait, look. I guess it is a breakfast thing. It was on cereal.
1: Okay, look. Yeah. Now we're getting to 1988. Whew. Now there's another cinnamon materials that comes out.
0: Okay. But what's the twist? A Cinnamon... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a twist on the, cinnamon. Uh, the
1: twist of cinnamon what would you add to cinnamon that's the obvious thing you would add to cinnamon you should know this sir you do this sir in your life you do this you add this to yeah. that that's something you do
0: cinnamon and sugar
1: well uh, the sugar is oh there's already uh, sugar there okay we assume there, that sir. we'll let's yes.
0: assume the sugar okay cinnamon
1: think about that think about your okay i want you to look at your container of cinnamon on the shelf yeah you're reaching for it yeah why are you reaching for it
0: is it apple and cinnamon? Yes,
1: of okay. course. It's the only damn reason you'd
0: use your cinnamon unless you're doing the cinnamon it's true, challenge. you're right. The only time I use it is on a pie. All right.
1: Okay. Now, uh, if we're in uh, 1992, they come out with another. Oh. Uh, we're we're getting a little bit, a little bit healthier now. Okay, a healthier. I'll give you that. It was relaunched in 2009 as well. Yeah. Uh, what type of Cheerios is it?
0: I guess this is the oat Cheerios. Sure, It's a
1: multi grain. Yeah, we'll give you that
0: <laughs> multi grain. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah.
1: Okay. Now back to Fuck that! Fuck the hell <laughs> the garbage. 1995. What are we doing?
0: 1995. What are we doing? Yeah. Um, we have. Uh, it's oh, grunge Cheerios.
1: That's right. It was. It was uh, smells like uh, Teen, Teen Spirit, Spirit. <laughs> uh, Cheerios. That's
2: right.
0: Yeah. Cool. One
1: was smelled like a, a mosquito. One smelled like a libido. <laughs> yeah. Nope. But what is uh, you know? Listen, it's cereal, and what kind of cereal do people like? They like this kind of cereal it's gonna sell you think like cheers is the healthy cereal yeah and the other kind that always does this is the unhealthy cereal what type of cereal people love it <laughs> they love it
0: um so it's not healthy you're saying no it's not healthy at all no
1: think of your original unhealthy cereal and uh, that's what they do
0: with this oh really so is it have like marshmallows in it
1: it's not a marshmallow one no I'm sorry oh okay. I'm sorry there was I don't think they've ever had marshmallows <laughs> <laughs> they've never gone that way
0: okay so is it does it have like like uh, clusters or something in it?
1: Uh, nope, there is no... Cl- we're not at a... Cl- you, you know what? I'm going to give you Oak Cluster Crunch Cheerios come out in 2007. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm flipping the cards over on that one. <laughs> okay. You're right. Thank you. You're right with that. But okay. we're, we're still in 2005, so 2005. Jack. Now, again, think of 2005. The yeah. go-go 2000. Sure. Woo! We're just getting over 9-11. Rem- Irony was dead. Oh, okay. And then it came back. Yeah. In a big way. Hey, fuck the world, Man. Uh, you know, here we go. There are no rules, man. So we took our Cheerios and we did something to Cheerios that you wouldn't do to Cheerios because it's a healthy cereal. But we did this. What did we do?
0: Were they like Fruit Loop Cheerios?
1: You know what? Um, fruit Cheerios came out in two thousand six. One year, one year <laughs> later. So you're not uh, you're not completely off the board on that one. Right. And that was. Uh, and how are they different from uh, Fruit Loops? You will ask. Yeah, they are sweetened with fruit juice.
0: Ah. Yeah, which makes them healthy. I guess so. I mean, okay, but fuck mean, health now. If take it's health fruit off. juice, it means there's a lot of pear juice in there, dude. Take health off the board. Take this is not even healthy. This is forgetting. Cheerios. Yeah, what are we doing to them? <laughs> uh, what I want you
1: to do is play in your head. Yeah, you know, look when you think of like uh, from your youth, the unhealthy cereals, the ones that you ask your parents for and they go, "We're not getting that." Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. What what do they do to that cereal? They do oh, it to this cereal. Are they Frosted Cheerios? Yes, they are. Frosted oh, finally! Cheerios. My gosh. Okay, now, look. This is a situation. We're, mm-hmm. we're now in 2005. Yeah. We're going to play lip service to health. Yeah. But who's fooling who? So this is not the fruit one. This is not the fruit one. That That's that's uh, that's a year away.
0: Oh, that's a year away So Okay, it's okay. 2005. So we're going to get healthy. Yeah. We're going to get healthy now. We're
1: going to get healthy now. It seems healthy. You look at you look at the word and you yeah. go, well, that seems like it's healthy. Well,
0: oh, it's brand Cheerios, I guess. No, no, oh, no. Oh, shit. Because
1: brand actually is healthy.
0: Oh, oh. But this
1: is... It looks like it'd be healthy, yeah. but if you think about it for a second, well, that's yeah. probably not healthy.
0: Is it? Is it the Impossible Cheerios?
1: It is not the Impossible. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's made with heme.
0: Um, I'll tell you this: okay. there's
1: variations on it oh. uh, that have vanilla and strawberry. Does that help you in any way? There is the original, then the variations that have vanilla, and the variations that have strawberry.
0: Huh. Um. So vanilla and strawberry, mm-hmm. and was it like blueberry? It was not blueberry. Oh, okay.
1: Blueberry came out in 2019.
0: Oh, so that's, that's what you I was thinking were about. You way ahead of the game I on was that. Way ahead and of the that game. is
1: with blueberry puree concentrate.
0: Ugh. Um, it's not blueberry, but we had sugar. It
1: looks it's like it's healthy. Hey, look, mom, it's healthy because it's got this in it that healthy stuff. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. I flipped that card over. Yogurt. Yogurt. Almost like yogurt frosted. Yeah, yogurt frosted cheerios. I do remember those in the story.
1: Okay, very good. We've been through fruity cheerios, we've been through oat cluster, crunch cheerios. Well look. It's another nut one. (laughs) Blank nut Cheerios. Okay. What what does it have to be?
0: I guess coconut
1: Cheerios? Well, no, but (laughs) Coconut Cheerios do come out later on. <laughs> okay. I do know that is true. Uh, that's actually one of the more recent, if not the most recent, flavor because Coconut Cheerios. You were ahead of the game.
0: I kind of meant like coco, like a chocolate one.
1: Oh, a chocolate one. A
0: chocolate Cheerios. You know
1: what? Okay. Well, I'm looking at one from 2019, 2010. You're right. Chocolate Cheerios do come out. So you are in the ballpark there, sir. Okay. But we're not quite there not quite yet. There.
0: We're still at nuts. We're still over. blank
1: nut a Cheerios.
0: Oh, so something with nuts.
1: Blank nut. nut. Cheerios. Cheerios. Something that goes good with... N- Something that goes good with... Mustard. Also, it's a very common breakfast flavor. Very common. Damn common. Too hmm. common. Too <laughs> common, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, it's not. do it's <laughs> too common. It's t- t- oh, can I just interrupt this? Just oh, to tell you that I showed...
1: Oh, please. Please interrupt with a very personal story. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: right now. I showed a friend at work, um, the, my, one of my favorite sketches of yours, the Space Hole sketch from the 11th <laughs> Hour, and he loved it. Oh, good. He loved it so much. He wrote to me it last night, saying, "You have to tell Ian how much I love this." Oh. And then he reminded me again today because I said oh, I didn't see, didn't see you, I didn't see, I didn't see Ian. Yes, oh,
1: thank you today. so much. That was a, a sketch yeah. uh, from the sketch show, of The Eleventh Hour.
0: Yeah, he was uh, he was cracking up through the whole thing. So I said, next week we're going to watch Space Arm. So.
1: Oh, okay, very good. <laughs> I a friend a friend of mine uh, came up with a an idea for a sitcom like uh, two years ago. It must be because it was pre pandemic. And I was like, oh, I got this and this, and that's great. And what's it called? It's called Space Hole. Mm. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, okay, well, you know, and, I, and he went, I know, I know you had a sketch called Space Hole, but this is a, a sitcom. Yeah. And I went, yeah, I, I built a sitcom around that sketch as well. <laughs> and then I turned to another person who was in the room. Remember I gave you that sitcom? Yeah. Yeah. I think I might have told you about it, too. Then I said to the person, "I was like, oh, no! <laughs> was very, yeah. Ouch! Yeah, they were doing a yeah a parody that's of it, and oh boy, that's it, a bad it, moment.' It was it was uh, shock and sadness all the way around. And then I sued him. Okay, <laughs> blank nut Cheerios.
0: So we got um, we we've had, already
1: had honey nut. We've yeah. already had cinnamon nut. What's another thing on the breakfast table? That you might stick next to a nut. that was
0: apple and cinnamon nut, right? The other one. Apple.
1: Uh, well, we've had apples and though, oh, apple correct. cinnamon Cheerios. Oh, apple
0: cinnamon Cheerios. So this is different than... Yeah, honey nut, cinnamon nut. Something else goes with a nut.
1: Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you wish you knew what it was.
0: <laughs> Which this was just for $1 million. $1 million? Oh, well, thanks Thanks for not putting pressure on me. In a shoebox. <laughs> Wait, is it buried somewhere? Mm, yep. Oh.
1: Okay. Under the W. giant W. Oh Hotel. It's under the W Hotel.
0: In Hotel. Los Angeles or Seattle. Uh,
1: you know what? Uh, actually, a uh, yellow knife. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know there was one there. Well, Maybe there is, Maybe there isn't. You'll find <laughs> out when you get there. But still, blank, Nut Cheerios. Common breakfast
0: flavor.: I know you say that, but I I'm just like, I'm like I have the most flavor. boring I have the most boring tastes in, in, in breakfast cereal.
1: Uh, uh -uh. Let me say this. It's a natural ingredient. Sure it is. Sure. I'm sure it is. Uh, I'll I'll even give you this. It's a fruit. (laughs) Okay. Nice. So it's a fruit. Is it banana? Yes. Banana nut
0: Cheerios. That sounds
1: not good. Yeah. Now you already said chocolate Cheerios, and then we brought back cinnamon Cheerios again. (laughs) And now uh, we're going to multigrain, two different multigrain Cheerios. Yeah. One um, has a very, very common breakfast flavor. Holy cow, is this a common breakfast flavor. <laughs> okay.
0: More common than banana?
1: Yeah, though it might go well with banana. Oh. Hmm. It's a pretty good clue. In fact, both of these flavors would go well with banana. There's two multigrain flavors that came out 2012, 2013. Both go well with banana, now that we're talking about that. <laughs>
0: um, like a banana split? Is it, uh, is it strawberry? It is
1: not. That's a bit
0: of a reach. Going like, uh. what goes well with a banana is a, a banana split with strawberry. Is it pineapple? Um, okay, let me think. let me think. Is it banana helper? <laughs> is it banana roni, the San Francisco <laughs> treat? Um,
1: is it the band Banana Rama
2: from the
1: nineteen eighties with their song Venus on the on the half shell? Oh, I see uh, clams. No, it's not.
0: <laughs> clam Clam multi grain Cheerios. Is it clam nectar Cheerios? <laughs> is it clamato? <laughs> the clamato flavored. Is it Okay, that was a reach. It goes with banana. Yes, sir. Is it is it peanut butter? It is peanut butter, yes. Oh, I like peanut butter and banana. Well, hey, what, what goes well with peanut butter? But cucumbers. Cucumbers go well with peanut butter
1: cucumbers do go well with cu- yeah that's right those people always are like hey you know cucumbers <laughs> and peanut butter they go together like that but it's like it's something hey you might get this in your peanut butter okay. and then all oh, what the heck happens the yeah. world changes forever what could it be get something in your peanut butter chocolate yes the other one was chocolate yeah it was uh it was peanut butter and then it was dark chocolate
0: okay dark chocolate I
1: technically guess. dark chocolate crunch
0: i guess that's healthy
1: let's get he- hey you say healthy mm-hmm. jack let me tell you something yeah this new Cheerios, it's Cheerios blank. Cheerios fill in the blank. Okay. It's healthy. This is the healthy Cheerios. What is it? It's not oats or any bullshit. Okay. Because you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the cards over and say Ancient green Cheerios is the next year. But they just went like straight out. Hey, <laughs> hey, Jack. Yeah. You look like you're a guy who cares about himself.
0: Sure, sure. The Cheerios has changed,
1: and now yeah. look at it. It's Cheerios blank.
0: Yeah. You want this? Don't you? How about is it Cheerios IBS?
1: Yes, Cheerios Irritable Bowel Syndrome. You're correct. You know what? All Cheerios are Cheerios. (laughs) If you eat them
0: too much. Okay, Cheerios. Cheerios. Some people will say
1: this is not a good way to spend a half hour of your podcast. (laughs) Some people would say that. They would be wrong. They would be wrong. Look, you can go with the Malcolm Gladwell Mm -hmm. Provisionist History Little mermaid podcast you can you can hear him sure. tear apart little mermaid and you know what get a bunch of facts wrong. Let me say that too. I was listening to it today a bunch of facts are wrong okay. that guy that guy thinks in the original yeah um, uh, story of the little mermaid sure uh which is uh what's uh, what's what's the name of the person who uh Anderson Hans Christian
0: Anderson Hans Christian Anderson yeah.
1: uh that uh that uh, the little mermaid at the end and spoilers for the original story of the little mermaid he thinks little mermaid dies she doesn't die well. Her whole thing is like She wants an immortal soul She wants You know Basically to go to heaven When she dies okay. And so that's her whole motivation It's not that she uh, wants love But she does You know yeah. Fall in love with it And it doesn't It doesn't work out And she's going to turn To sea foam You know Like mermaids do Because mermaids don't have souls Yeah
0: But But He drops You know why the... they don't have souls They don't have feet
1: Ah Well she does So At least briefly But it's very painful It's like walking on glass Oh Much like the rhythmic song um, that's what it was about. No, it's just painful to listen to. No, I'm kidding. She's great, Annie Lennox. Couldn't be better. Yeah. But uh, but the end of the story again, spoilers for a very old story. Yes. Is uh yes, she turns to sea foam, but but these uh beings, they're kind of like angels, take uh, pity on her or mm-hmm. sympathy because she suffered enough and she was pure of heart and did all these good deeds. Yeah. So basically, you know, after three hundred years, she will be able to ascend to heaven. Yeah. And so she gets her immortal soul. She gets to live forever. She gets the things she wants. And Malcolm Gladwell is pitching this as, yeah, she dies at the end and it's really sad. Well, it is sad, but not super sad because she gets the afterlife that she wanted. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she doesn't get her love. But she wasn't about love. It wasn't about her love. Yeah. You know, but he tries to shoehorn it into a story about Hans Christian Andersen himself that he was in love with someone and the person didn't love him back and so you know, oh, it's the tortured love. And, you know, fair enough, fair enough. But he gets the, he gets the whole damn thing wrong. And he bases everything on this uh, fact that he left out. Yeah. Yeah. Foodie do. And then he talks about, sorry, and we're going to get back to Cheerios. Sure. Because I know you all want this. He talks about air pirates. First, he talks about, like, he's worried he's going to get sued by Disney because he's talking about the Little Mermaid, the Disney thing. Yeah. And then he goes, like, because have you ever heard of the air pirate? And you know they had this thing, and it explains you know. And they sued him, and they sued him again. And
0: yeah, they but they were drawing the characters. They yeah. were drawing like licensed characters in their comic. comic right, strips.
1: without. With, and, and again, you you can go parody, and it's fine. And listen, I don't want anyone to get sued for anything. But look, that's what they were. Yes, yeah. like Mad Magazine has been doing Mickey Rodent yeah. for forever don't you know you can't you know if you you can do parodies of things mm-hmm. in america yeah. you're fine you're very very well protected for that yeah but you know he's going with the idea of what we're doing is very dangerous because you know it's kind of a jokey way but kind of not yeah, yeah. like the disney lawyers are going to come no they're not no they're not you're doing a parody you're fine you're <laughs> or absolutely or fine. you're
0: doing a review that's fine yeah, you're you're if to you call him mickey it. with two k's you're Fine, everything's fine. What about with three K's, man? Yeah, well,
1: you know what? Actually, you're fine then as well because that's a political statement, yet you're absolutely totally fine. <laughs> but if you call it Mickey Mouse, yeah, and you sell your comic as a Mickey Mouse comic and you don't say on the cover anything that says it's a parody, yeah, uh, yeah. They're I mean, gonna have to. They're gonna have to sue you, or yeah. they will lose their uh, trademark on the character, which is why Matt Graining's uh, has to, or like Fox has to sue every Simpsons knockoff thing. Because if you if you don't, then you can't like cherry pick the ones that you think are okay and, and not. Even yeah. though he likes, you know, a lot of the knockoff shirts, you've got to, yeah. or you you lose your uh, your rights to your own character. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying Disney is great, uh, but uh, you know. Uh, that's uh, that's why that went And yeah, it's a shame about the Air Pirates guys They probably got treated too harshly But I think they were made an example of And blah, 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 blah. Anyway, <laughs> I think uh, he's just Dan
0: uh, Dan o- O'Neill Dan O'Neill, that's right, thank you Not to be confused with Denny O'Neill Don't confuse them No Okay, back
1: to Cheerios
0: Yes, so uh, Cheerios Plank I think that in your Little Mermaid thing You were giving me a pretty heavy hint there So I got the answer, which is Cheerios Glass
1: <laughs> That's right now, If you're about to go to the gym, what do you want? you want Cheerios? Protein. Yes, that's absolutely correct. Then there's the Ancient Greens uh, Cheerios. Now look. Yep. It's 2016.
0: Okay. It's time we grew up. Dude. Yeah.
1: 2016. I don't know if you remember it, but no. this flavor yeah. was in everything. Oh. Saturated everything. It was a living joke that this flavor was everywhere. What am I talking about? Cheerios Vape. Cheerios Vape, that's right. It was an autumn flavor, I'll give you that much.
0: (laughs) So this is uh, Cheerios Pumpkin Spice. Yeah,
1: Cheerios Pumpkin Spice, of course. (laughs) Now, we're going to combine two of the flavors that we had earlier. Okay. Two of them together. Okay. Two of those multigrain flavors, do you remember what they were?
0: Chocolate and strawberry? I mean, chocolate and uh, banana?
1: (sighs) You don't remember, too
0: bad. (laughs) Chocolate. Chocolate and... Chocolate and... Oh, this I, I is know, your
1: test. This is your competency test. <laughs>
0: I you, know this. I know this.
1: They do go well with banana. I know this. What was it?
0: It was peanut First butter and chocolate. Person, peanut, woman, butter
1: and chocolate. peanut butter and chocolate. <laughs> peanut butter and chocolate. Peanut butter and chocolate. Okay, here's your car keys back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: How about uh, Cheerios that are a fruit we haven't had yet?
0: Oh. That's a new one, is it? Cheerios. Yes,
1: we're going to go through a whole bunch of fruits now. We're going to go through uh, four fruits in a row.
0: Really? Yeah. That's horrible. Okay.
1: Cheerios. 2017 to 2019.
0: Cheerios Mango. Nope. Cheerios fruit. Cheerios watermelon. Nope. Cheerios. Um orange Cheerios. Nope. Grape Cheerios. Nope.
1: How are you missing these? Okay. <laughs> something something maybe you have on cereal normally and
0: Okay. Uh Raisin Cheerios. No! <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fruit, so it's fruit. Yeah, it's okay. fruit. Okay,
1: um, that you would normally probably have on cereal. P- pear
0: Cheerios. No, <laughs>
1: no. What you would put pears on Cheerios? How <laughs> European are you? What the <laughs> hell, pears? Uh, um,
2: quince,
0: <laughs> quince. That's good. Quince. Uh, how about dragon fruit? <laughs> Durian Cheerios. Um, Durianios. How about? Popular fruit. Popular fruits. Very popular fruits. popular fruits.
1: Very popular fruits. I'm not
0: guessing apple because we've, we've already, already done apple. Apples. Apples, apples, apple's off so the table. you have all apples. said orange. We've bananas. all said bananas. Bananas off the table.
1: Yeah. I'm going to tell you, it's not cherry either.
0: I said blueberry. That's off the table. Well, no, you didn't say blueberry. I said it earlier.
1: Oh, was it like a long time ago? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, it's blueberries back then. <laughs> Yeah, 2019. Blueberry's one of them. Okay, right. good.
0: Well, we did we did say that you you, you updated it to 2019. I forgot that. One. Okay, okay, very good.
1: Okay, yeah, so... I actually said it to you earlier. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay, part of the competency test.
0: <laughs> um,
1: now, blue... what number did you write on the clock? <laughs> what clock? Oh, that's not cool.
0: that's. Is <laughs> that a clock?
1: Remember when the cat walked into the room? What did you call the cat?
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you see the gorilla while the people were playing basketball? Um. <laughs>
1: I just want to kill an hour with this. <laughs> just just a solid hour. We're just gonna push the limits of everyone and just like and then I'm gonna bitch about a better podcast in the middle of it. Like a much better podcast. Okay, go ahead.
0: So we got blueberry. Yeah. We we've done strawberry. No, we haven't. And you're right. Strawberry's one of them. Okay, strawberry. Okay.
1: In so, fact, I'm gonna give you the very berry Cheerios as well because you know hey, Yeah, yeah, sure. Why be. not? Okay, <laughs> and one okay, this 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 uh other flavor, which mm. is a fruit. Okay. Uh is also the name of a Super Mario character. Don't know if that helps you in any way.
0: Uh Wario Cheerios. Yes, Peach
1: is correct.
2: <laughs> Peach Blah.
1: All right. Uh uh so one one left. One more fruit left? Nope, just one, oh, one, one more, more left. Cheerios. Uh made uh two thousand and nineteen. Two thousand nineteen seems kind of Canadian actually whoa maple syrup yes maples maple Cheerios sweetened with maple syrup and then nice. cinnamon again and we're out of there <laughs> done
0: anyway that's the first company I remember I personally remember like beginning to branch out of its its stayed you know a cus it's a custom rut of you know just Cheerios and then you know, and you can see like the purpose of doing this is part one thing is to sort of drum up interest because so, you can yeah you know create sort of they campaigns on these de things. Say de
1: leche Cheerios as well.
0: Oh. Sorry, <laughs> I got so surprised I dropped my cap. Uh, the I popped my cap. The, mm. <laughs> the uh, but it's partly also to take up uh, shelf space so that you crowd other products out. You know, the bigger you are as a company, the the, the harder it is for. For companies to compete against, you know, particularly nowadays, where because um, grocery stores charge a lot of money for for these the right to put stuff on the, their shelves, yeah. So you're paying those companies at a stocking fee in order for you to be there. So a lot of companies that are smaller kind of drop out of those out of those races. So you you won't see like if you go to the store nowadays, you won't see like old Dutch cleanser anymore. It's only you're only gonna find
1: they turned those into potato chips.
0: Yeah, you're only gonna find Comet. <laughs> yeah. On the shelves, so because that's a bigger company, so they can afford to pay for the, you know, that's just how it is.
1: That's why I like sometimes when I go to No Frills, and it's like you got real obscure stuff. They're like, oh, that's still being made. That's neat. <laughs> there it goes. All right, I'm going I'm to give you two two little Cheerios trivia things, and I'll leave you alone with this Cheerios <laughs> story. Uh, in 2000, from 1999 to 2000, yep,
0: they came out with Millennials. Millennials. How
1: are Millennials different than regular Cheerios?
0: Millennials. Well, from my experience, they never work a whole week.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: um. Millennials are different from Cheerios because they are... One
1: thing is added.
0: Oh, something's added.
1: Something is added to the look of the cereal.
0: So they a- have they added an extra shape? Yes. What is the shape is for the sh- millennials? <laughs> is the shape rectangular? Square? Nope. Nope. Triangular? Nope, Triangular? Nope. It's not a rhombus either. <laughs>
1: Not, not noble millennials you're is saying it, a shape but it looks like something what
0: is it oh it looks like something is what it, would it be yeah for millennials millennials is it a cell phone? people are
1: screaming <laughs> screaming it at the uh, at their podcast right <laughs> are, now. They, are you really screaming? yeah this? pretty much if mm-hmm. you give it some thought think about like what cheerios look like yeah it's millennials what would be added to millennials to make them millennials x's <laughs> the answer is... No, that's hugs and kisses. That's hugs and kisses. Cheerios Kiss-ios. and... You know what? Cheerios and X's uh, was 1993. They did do that. Um, millennials, uh, they added the number two.
0: Oh, okay. So it
1: looked like a bunch of 2000s in your book. I see. Okay. Eh, that's kind of clever. That's clever. Sure. All right. Sure. In 2009, yeah. the U.S. Food and Drug Administration sent a letter to General Mills indicating that Cheerios was being sold as an unapproved new drug. Why? Unapproved
0: new drug? Why do they
1: accuse Cheerios of being sold as an unapproved new drug? Yes. That's my question to you, sir.
0: Is it because of Huey Lewis in the news?
1: Yeah, he did want a new drug. But that was not in 2009. Oh, that's true. That was
0: the 80s. That was an 80s problem.
1: That is old news.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And 2009 is... They made a claim on the box... I guess this was for their protein. No, no. No, it wasn't Protein's for the better. protein. They made a claim in the box that it was a source of, a important source of vitamin D. Nope. <laughs> uh,
1: what they said was you can lower your cholesterol 4% in six weeks by eating Cheerios.
0: Yeah, if you only, only eat Cheerios.
1: Anyway, uh, it, uh, it, uh, they couldn't prove it. And so they had to take that off the box good for cholesterol apparently but you know their claim of hey buddy let me tell you something (laughs) about your medical you're going to lower your cholesterol four percent everybody is yeah everybody's going to do that or you can i mean we can we can do a lot of things you can Mm -hmm. learn to play the piano while eating cheerios sure you could (laughs) but not everyone is going to because not everyone's practicing piano
0: you can only learn to play half of chopsticks because you have your you have a bowl in the other hand.
1: Yeah, and you can lose weight by eating your Cheerios with chopsticks because it takes a
0: long. Time. That takes a lot longer. Although if you stab them through the center, oh, yeah, you a can eat quite a few. Yeah,
1: yeah, but that—that's too sexual then, and then you're <laughs> you're going against the original idea of reducing. <laughs> well, none uh,
0: of those came out in 1941. That was well past the idea of uh, yeah. But that point, they were control. like, "Have
1: more sex. We need more soldiers. We yeah, yeah. more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, keep doing it. But yeah. you know, the fellows were overseas. So you have to do it with the uh, milkman. The original the design. bringing your milk for your cereal anyway. Yeah, the
0: original design for Cheerios was the, O oh, and then a straight piece as well.
1: Yeah. And then it said underneath, yeah. you know what we mean. <laughs> wink. <laughs> their, yeah, their, their mascot was wink, a character wink, called Wink Winky,
0: yeah, Winky. Yeah. <laughs> Old Winky. <laughs> you know what to do, ladies.
1: Wink. That's right. Let's get these kids out of the kitchen was the original <laughs>
2: commercial.
0: <laughs> And he just throws everything on the floor. <laughs> that was why it's so shocking when they like went kid-friendly with more sugary cereals. Yeah. Who were like, what are the adults going to do now?
1: No, I thought this was cereals that made you do it. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Yeah, Tony the Tiger was very different before. The original,
0: the original name, Screwio's, just didn't work out, though. Yeah, Snap,
1: funny? Crackle, and Pop was a very different <laughs> ad campaign. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. Um I made a promise uh to our listeners uh, online that I would talk about something really fast and I'm not going to get too into it
0: because listen I don't believe it but okay I don't want
1: me yeah maybe it's not true <laughs> I don't want to spoil Space Jam for you all right but, Um but first of all yeah I'm glad that people like Space Jam 2 like Space Jam 2
0: Is this Space Jam multigrain? This is <laughs> yeah
1: with a puree of uh, of ideas.
0: Okay, so yeah, some people are really claiming, it, like, acclaiming uh, it. Yes, they really
1: are. Which is a like, I would like to just take them aside and just go.
0: So. uh how much did you get
1: for? You ever see a movie before? <laughs> like, I mean, it might be their, it, it literally might be their first time back in a theater. Yeah. Okay. You know, and sure, they've sure. got a kid with them and the kid's mm-hmm. excited yeah. and it's fun and it's like they recognize things. Mm-hmm. It is a little bit like you're recognizing shapes on screen and go, I know what that is. Yeah. Oh, I'm comforted by this. Like, literally, they have, like, every Warner Brothers character shows up in the audience, but you see them mm-hmm. and you're like, That is a very badly animated version of that character. Is that right? I have seen Jabberjaw look better. And then they have characters like Pennywise are there. And it's really like a party city costume that's like scary clown with a K. (laughs) And it's not really Pennywise. And and, and they don't give them any instructions of what to do. So they kind of just like hop around a little bit and move. But they don't do anything like in character. It's very weird. Like the audience is the weirdest part of the movie. You're expecting they're going to cut now to Pennywise. And he's going to be ordering a hot dog but it's like a kid's arm. Or something. Something, right? Or you're gonna like have King Kong, who's there? Yeah. You know, gets a, a giant thing of bananas, or something. Something's gonna happen. Yeah, the Iron Giant's gonna, you know, not be able to see because King Kong's in front of him. We're gonna do some bits, right? Sure. You know, nothing. They all just sit and patiently, quietly look and cheer. Everyone, <laughs> heroes, villains, the Flintstones, the Jetsons. Really obscure... Frankenstein Jr.'s there?
0: Okay, fine. How how are Hanna-Barbera characters mixed in with Warner Brothers characters?
1: I guess they own them now. Okay. I assume otherwise what a weird call this is. (laughs) It's a
0: weird... It's a weird call. Anyway, if you do something that's supposed to be built around the Warner Brothers characters... Right. To throw in a bunch of Hanna-Barbera characters feels very, very wrong and
1: my big problem is we live in a post uh, Lego movie world mm-hmm. like the, Miller and Lord have shown that you can take a crass commercial idea and and uh, make it uh, good and you know there's ways of doing this that are fun and like yeah. oh there Han Solo just showed up in the Millennium Falcon and just picked up this character and is traveling with Batman and it's like and, and then there's Lando Calrissian has a little joke <laughs> and then they all leave I and mean, yes it's it's it, it is you're trying to sell me Lego I get it but it's fun seeing Gandalf, you know, together there with Dumbledore. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'm good with that. In this case, it's just like, what if they were just standing next to each other and just kind of lightly hopped around? <laughs> like, no <laughs> jokes? What are you doing? Yeah. You can you do anything and you do nothing. Anyway, it's very strange. And the other thing that's very strange is that they, um, none of the characters act like they're characters. So, you know, you think like, oh, Daffy Duck. Yeah. You know, they have like one scene with Daffy Duck where he's doing something that's uh, you know he's trying to make himself look like a hero but he's not cuz cause he caused the problem and it's like yeah you're right daffy duck is like a low key character he is the betrayer he is the guy who will get jealous and then will turn on everybody but then he'll have a turn of heart maybe at the end you either have that version of daffy or the woo goofy version of daffy yeah um but after he after he has his one scene he's just the coach and he's just the coach like, he does nothing Daffy-like at all. Nothing. Falker and Leghorn, it just looks look like it just looks like he's looking around. He could be doing his taxes. Like, he's just there. <laughs> what are you doing? We have Speedy Gonzalez off the top. Yeah. And it's like, then he's not there. Then he's gone. You yeah. didn't take Speedy? He seems like a good guy to have on a basketball team. He's
0: fast. Sure. You got, like, the Roadrunner and
1: the Speedy.
2: Yeah. It's
0: fine. They're fast. He'd be He'd be pretty good, like, as a point guard. I think he'd be pretty weak as, like, a center, you know.
1: Yeah, they actually do the exact... His
0: defense would not be great.
1: No, that's true. They do the exact thing that uh, bugged me in uh, Justice League, the movie, where they set up off the top that, like, hey, you know, Wonder Woman, she's really fast. She sees a bullet going by her head, and she just watches the bullet, and then stops the bullet, and it's like, you actually literally have that with Speedy. Bullets are being shot at Speedy in The Matrix, and he's just dodging them. And then he runs on the bullets. And you're like, ah, we're setting up the speed. He's very fast. Yeah. And then later on, it's like there's a speed thing that's going on. Oh, here we go. We're going to do a thing. Well, we got Roadrunner. Yeah, I guess he's also a speed character. But you set up the mouse as the speed <laughs> character. But, okay, so we're going to have Roadrunner do the character. No, no, Granny's doing it. Granny's doing it, you say. Yeah, because she was also in that Matrix thing. Well, yes, she was. But she wasn't doing anything slow motion in the Matrix thing. She was jumping up and doing a kick. Which was okay.
0: She was the Trinity
1: character. Yeah, she was the Trinity character in there. Anyway, my big beef, or not beef, but the big thing that I want to like... What's,
0: uh, what's grinding your gears, Ian?
1: What's grinding my gears is this. They do a scene near the end, and I'm not going to say what it is, but they but they try to play the heartstrings after doing nothing through the whole movie, like nothing. No one's a character. No one's nothing. 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 Just stuff happens. Yeah. Things happen. Things happen. Why do they happen? Because they happen. Hmm. No cause and effect. No one learns anything. There's no changes to anything. No one grows at all. Uh, everything that's set up is not paid off. You have a kid. Sorry. You have a kid who's a genius, a computer genius. And he's going and he's working with uh, an algorithm, a computer program. And this kid can program anything. He's amazing. Hmm. You know, think, oh, at some point he's going to do something with this computer program because he's able to, no, no, just play some basketball in this reality. Oh, I thought the whole <laughs> he's a computer genius though, right? He's not really into the but basketball, that's the whole thing. He's really into doing his computer thing. So hmm. we're going to, the, the, the message they're trying to get through is be yourself. I'm like, okay, well, this kid is great at computers. And we're in a computer world. We're in a computer world, and he's good at computers. Nothing. We're doing nothing with that. Okay, fine. Well, who fucking cares? Anyway, so uh, we get get near the end, and they have an emotional scene happens. And there's a scene with some, oh, this happens to this character. Whoa, we're doing that. And you kind of know that, like, well, of course not. We're going to have to have a pullback from this, because you can't really do this thing to this character because they're a popular character. Yeah. Uh, But they do. They do a thing like, oh, we're playing it for... uh, that." All right, that's nice. (laughs) Uh, And then the next scene, uh, we're in reality, and uh, uh, it's just, yeah, that didn't happen. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's good. And then everything was super happy. And then everything was super, super happy. And then that's the end of the movie. And you're like, huh. Okay. Like They had sort of a happy ending, but a happy ending because of a thing that this person did that, or this creature did that you know then uh, delivered the happy ending but there was there was a price to be paid mm-hmm. and then the next scene is like no there's no price everything's fine uh, and then uh, here's everyone it's all fine okay so what i think occurred...
0: i really i really hate that by the way
1: yeah me too so what i think happened was because we did have this scene early on where they had to visit all the warner brothers characters in these different worlds and granny was in this matrix world Uh, So we establish that there is a Matrix world. And you also at some point see a couple of the Mr. Smith type guys in the audience. Um, But Granny kind of does a big move near the end where she goes all Matrix. And she is able to uh, deal with a guy who's fast... There's two other speed characters, but anyway, um, (laughs) she deals with a guy that's fast because she's she's got this Matrix, you know, uh, skill, and she's able to move faster than the guy who's incredibly fast. Okay. (laughs) The thing about the Matrix is you can only do Matrix shit in the Matrix. Yeah. So I thought then afterwards, like, oh, well, then they're in the Matrix. They have to be in the Matrix. Mm -hmm. And then the final scene where everything's super happy and everything's great, it's like, oh, they never got out. They never won. They didn't do anything. They're just this guy uh, who's the villain controls all the Warner Brothers stuff, and just basically went yoink, put him in the Matrix, and the uh, and the last scene I believe is because they're pulling back as well uh, and revealing like the whole city, like the final scene in the Matrix. All you need then is like Neo to fly by and you go, yeah, yeah, they're in the Matrix. They don't know, and it's fine, and they're going to be happy forever. Yeah, because you know now there's no consequences for anything because everyone's happy in the Matrix. And actually, that ending would be super dark. And, appropriate and actually looks like what they did. But, you know, if they didn't do that, then the ending of the movie makes bupkis sense at all, even to the logic, even within the confines of the logic they set up, which isn't much. <laughs> anyway, so that's my thing. Uh, the movie ends sad, the sad thing happens, and uh, LeBron James is stuck in the Matrix. That's what I think uh, happens at the end of that movie. Wow. There you go. But watch it yourself and
0: see what you think. You've watched the original Space Jam.
1: Yes, I watched that because I was in Halifax and there was nothing else to do. Mm,
0: I've never seen it. Here's the thing about
1: Space Jam and this movie. Neither of them take place in space.
0: (laughs) But but there are like aliens that they're competing against, right? Yes, they
1: were competing against aliens. That's true. But they were doing it in the center of the Earth in Space Jam 1. Mm. And in this movie, they are now technically, you can say, cyberspace if you want... But it's not Cyberspace Jam. There's nothing space <laughs> in this at all. Yeah. Also, they have a setup in it that oh, really bugs me. Um, which, you know, they the, this big reveal for Taz with yeah. the cameos of some characters that you're like, ah, that's clever. Mm. And they're like, oh, this guy, this guy's nuts. And then never do anything with Taz again. You know, at one point he spins a little fast. And it's like, <laughs> You're not doing anything with Daffy. You're not doing anything with Bugs. You're not doing anything with any of these characters. Why aren't you doing anything with these characters? They're, they're, you know, and I just keep thinking of like what Lord and Miller would do. Mm. And there's so much you could do. And and the, and the theme is like basically, you know, be yourself. And it's the relationship between a parent and a, and their son. I'm like, you know, you got Sylvester. He could he could have his son,
0: <laughs> his dear old dad.
1: He could be he, we could we could have a little something there. Mm-hmm. Could have a little bit of advice. You know, uh, LeBron James is very uptight. You could have Taz showing him how to let go and just be nuts and just let yourself go because he tries to control everything. And it's like, no, le- uh, see, this is the benefits of this. There's a funny scene where you see Wile E. Coyote in the Mad Max world, and that's funny. But, jeez, there's enough jokes that it's like, that's a joke, but nothing sticks. It's frustrating.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it, I guess if it's just mayhem, then it's hard to... After a while, it just gets gets kind of tiresome. You start getting fatigue.
1: It reminded me of those movies that came out after, uh, <coughs> scary movie, where it'd be like, oh yeah, you know, where it would just epic, be movie, epic movie, disaster movie, or whatever. And it's just like it's enough to go, oh, there's a reference. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I know that movie they're talking about.
1: Yeah, except ah. that because it's Warner Brothers, they're able to actually put, you know, Yosemite Sam in this movie mm. and go, oh yeah, they really got the background there. <laughs> Okay. Well, Muppet Babies was doing that a long time ago. but Yeah, you did it. That's a thing. Is there any emotional impact? Does it build on things? Will we see anything paid off later on? No? Well, yep. Hey, kids. You enjoying the references to Casablanca? (laughs) Hey, kids. How many of you kids like The Matrix? The original Matrix, huh? Hmm. Do you kids like that movie? In fact, hey, kids. Do you like Mad Max? That's a couple of years ago, right? For kids, okay. Well, enjoy these references, kids.
0: <clears throat> yeah, that's interesting. That's something. You know, our our work our work demographic is an age is going down, and it's, it's leaving me behind. Mm-hmm. So I'll make a I'll make a little referencey joke. I'll be like, "That was just for me. <laughs> that was just for me. I'm sorry I said that because there's no way you know what I'm talking about." Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. It's um, it's. It's strange when you you kind of understand why people, you know, like you just sort of understand why there's generations and why generations don't necessarily always mix together because, you know, you have like this, you have this connection between people of your own generation that you can make crack jokes about things, make references to stuff, and they'll get it. They'll understand what you mean when you talk about Mr. Rogers, you yeah. know, if you make a joke about the tro- trolley or whatever, people are gonna be like, oh, yeah, huh. but you say that to someone who's 20, what are they they don't know what you're talking about. You're just a nut. So yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's weird. I can So I,
1: instead you make jokes about Game of Thrones. Like, okay, you kids like Game of Thrones? You kids like it? They like Game of Thrones? You know you know what it
0: is, right? I mean, I, that would probably work better because I mean, the people I'm working with are, you know, 20s in their 20s 30s. Yeah. You know, so that is within no, their No, if that's
1: the market they're going for, but I feel like with Space Jam 2, Mhm. You know, kids are, kids are going to see this. Is there anything for for the kids to get? Yeah, no. I don't know. Like, there's it doesn't feel like that's
0: important. But all the writers, I mean,
1: <sighs> there's so much crossover with, say, the Lego Movie.
0: I know that we liked Warner Brothers cartoons growing up, but those weren't actually targeted at children. They yeah. were actually made for adults. Yeah, you know, so the jokes were were ad- the jokes were adult that joke, the situations were adult situations. What we took out of it. You know, is what we took out of it. You know, like we, like I, we've joked about in the past the idea that there's no generation that knows more about living through World War II than our generation <laughs> because we grew up with cartoons that referenced so much of that, whether it was 4F or not, not having a gas ration card or turn out that light, <laughs> just things like that. You know, that were of that time period. We have somehow, we somehow know that as if we lived through the war. You know, and I don't think that's I don't think that's bad. It's just interesting that that's became our frame of reference because we grew up watching cartoons. Mm -hmm. The idea that Space Jam is for kids is, I think, an unfortunate idea that cartoons are for children. You know, because that's not how they were ever done. Like Snow White was not designed just for children. There's no Walt Disney film that was ever made, up to a certain point, that was just for children to watch. It was for Every yeah. you know, cross generations to sure. watch and enjoy. and I'm all for that. I and think something
1: again back to the Lego Movie. Yeah, I think there's enough reference. You know, there's enough there for kids to get, mm-hmm. and then there's enough st- stuff that like ah, you wouldn't get that yeah you know, unless yeah. you knew who this character was and what this
0: sure. Or it is. makes you curious and you look into you sure. try and explore it the way that you we did wa- you watch kids. a YouTube yeah.
1: video that's like 57 Easter eggs you didn't see you know in this <laughs> and
0: sure yeah just like. You know, when I watched Warner Brothers cartoons, I had no idea who Frank Sinatra was. I f- probably figured out that he wasn't a chicken, but other than that, I didn't know who who he was. You know, so when the whole Frankie thing was just like it was just funny. It's just uh, funny on its own. It's funny on its own, I and mean, maybe that's what it has to be like. What you're talking about is the joke is the reference. You know, like the the joke should have the reference should not be the joke.
1: Well, okay, so let's look at that Frank Sinatra thing with the with the chicken who's like uh, skinny rooster, skinny rooster, yeah. and all the hens. Yeah. Uh, that is a reference uh, to a popular singer at the time. It's a sure. it's a parody of yeah. of them, but it drives the narrative. You yeah. know, he's seducing all these chickens, and so this other chicken, you know, can't get any action, and yeah. so he tries to stop the chicken. That's and and you know, you're going, oh, he's so sexy that mm-hmm. he's got to stop the chicken. Yeah, right. You the parody. It's part of the story. Yeah, it's incorporated into it. Makes all makes But, all sense but the all. jokes
0: work on their own. The the chickens fainting and falling over, and their socks falling off, or, what, or Falling out of their socks, or him being so thin that you can't see him yep. you know, past the microphone. Is those all work? Whether you know that he was famously thin or yep. not, I mean, doesn't
1: doesn't matter. It still moves the know, story along.
0: Whereas yeah. you know, so let's say I'm I'm I haven't seen Space Jam too, but I'm just going to imagine that. Right, let's go watch it. <laughs> Okay, we just watched it this was *Beast time two, uh, and I'm sorry, I wasted Ian's another uh, two hours of Ian's life. I apologize so we talked
1: about different popsicles
0: through it <laughs> we did so the uh, grape obviously best flavor so then um but when you watch that movie, I'm just going to imagine that the joke of say Mad Max world mm-hmm. is Mad Max world, just like the characters doing something from that movie yes yeah and the that's the joke. There's no like joke based around that. The idea like that there's some sort of funny gags you can make there. They don't have any funny gags. Just the reference that Mad Max exists yeah. is enough for that And scene. one of the characters
1: looks like a character in Mad Max. And is doing something that they would do in Mad Max. But who cares? You go like, oh, I get it.
0: Yeah. That's all you get from it, right? Yeah. They it, don't... Is,
1: it, is, it is. Look, I'm going to say that scene yeah. is so goofy that it's delightful to see that. And you're just like, <laughs> Okay. Okay. Sure, sure. I'm with, I'm with you, but it doesn't do anything yeah. at that point. It yeah, just...
0: like Granny in Matrix world being Trinity is I guess it's sort of funny if it's Granny, she's an old woman. Cuz she
1: wouldn't do that. That's not what an old woman would do and the whole thing is like, you know, yeah her saying you know haters gonna hate and shit like she says the shit that like you know yeah, it's yeah. a rapping granny fucking thing and it's just like okay but that's an old that's an old joke it's an old fucking joke yeah uh, absolutely well she's an old lady um <laughs> but even, even in that like there's just parts of me that are like and again i know i'm a goddamn nerd but i just want to <laughs> go like you know all right so she's there with speedy gonzalez yeah okay, you know, Tweety's her bird. Mm. You know, the, the, she's, she should be there with Sylvester and Tweety. Yeah. And the three of them are doing something matrixy because mm-hmm. that's the, to use her name, Trinity. That's the thing. <laughs> Granny does not hang out with Speedy fucking Gonzales. No. There's no, he might hang out with Sylvester. Th- they have done that. Long stretch, Daffy Duck. They have done cartoons. But like, what the shit? What's going on? And then again, they just ditch Speedy Gonzales completely.
0: Like, they're like, huh, we can only show a little bit of that guy. I guess so, because of the nature of the... I guess. Just the nature of the character, but... I guess. I mean, you can... If you want to do, like, a Speedy Gonzales, you can update the character so it's not just like an insulting... And, and this was fine. Like, the, yeah. the
1: thing in the Matrix, it's fine. Him running on the bullets is fine. Like, that's... It's fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. If you would just, like, then pay it off a little bit later on in some way, mm. then it's fine. But... go. Uh, go. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to say also, in the background, you know, you got uh, get Pennywise, who's there, which you kind of go like, huh, I guess, you know, kids would know who Pennywise is and yeah. that's a thing. But again, he's just jumping a little bit. It's weird. Um <laughs> feels like he should be watching from a sewer or something with a little yeah. balloon just going, get him! Like, just do the joke. If it was an old Warner Brothers cartoon, what would the joke be? Yeah. It wouldn't be like all the, all the. it's like with all those books on the shelf and it's like little women. They don't just come out and go, I guess we're little women. Look
0: at us. <laughs> We're so tiny. We're so small. And we're dancing. <laughs> no, there's a joke. No, like there should be a sequence in the movie where someone needs a balloon for something and Pennywise hands yes! it to them from the... That's
1: it. There's flying monkeys. Someone's got to say something yeah. you know, about flying monkeys come out of my butt. And I was like, whoo. There's, there's one joke like that about King Kong that Don Cheadle does. And it's just a and it's a weird reference because it's like again it's so obscure and then King Kong reacts to it and it's like okay it's a hat on a hat it's fine but then they also in the background have like the uh, characters from Clockwork Orange you're know, like huh the Alex and his droogs. yeah oh those yeah the rapists there they are
0: yeah they're not good guys everyone they're supposed to be well no these are not, bad these are bad guys but oh, okay. there's bad
1: guys and then just like well. We're not gonna have Henry portrait of a serial killer in the background <laughs> hanging out too. Like, was, what see you there as well? There's 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 a limit, Jack. Like they should. Oh, look, it's the Driller Killer. <laughs> who's is that from? Phant Phantasm or who?
0: No, it? it's just like a movie. It was a movie from when oh, I was okay. a kid. Fine, fine, Guy who fine. killed people with a drill.
1: Yeah, it just it just felt like they just didn't give a damn. Sorry, my
0: reference is so obscure.
1: Oh, that's okay. Well, I'm very young, Dave. <laughs> Us millennials don't get that
0: sort of uh, sorry sort of reference. Us zoomers, you know, our humor. So.
1: Oh, the zoomer humor. Oh, bless. <laughs> no, it is one of the. It's one of these movies that I wish I could just have gotten a frickin' script or something. Just it's easy. It's not. I mean, it's not easy to write a movie, but just like there's connections, man. Mm. And and again, in a post. You know, Miller Lord world, this is uh, this is not good. You gotta, <clears throat> you can, you know, all, everyone involved in this deserves better. That's, that's what I say.
0: Bugs Bunny deserves better.
1: Yeah, and Babs Bunny, look, man, that's, you know, she has a whole scene where she's on uh, Paradise Island training to be an Amazon, which, okay, fine. That's fine. And then yeah. you're like, well, that'll be interesting later on. Like, she'll use some of that Amazon thing. Maybe she'll use, like, deflecting uh, things with her bracelets. Maybe she'll have a, a truth rope. Yeah. Maybe she'll do some of the <laughs> stuff that we know. Lasso of truth. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just never brought up again. They make a big thing of, like, now you are an Amazon. Ah, and she's so happy about it. Nothing better.
0: Well, why, do, why should we care if you don't Cause care? Because there was a hilarious reference to a movie that came out last year. Yeah, it was. Hi. Hilarious. Were any uh, Ghostbuster ghosts watching the? Uh... There must have been. <laughs> There's no
1: way that Slimer wasn't there in some way. It, yeah. Slimer would have had to have been there. Yes. I just, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Jesus Christ, Jabberjaw's there.
0: Yes. Isn't he's a, Oh, he's a Hanna Barbera character. That's right. They own. Yeah. They own Hanna Barbera now.
1: Yeah, they had uh, the Herculoids were there. So yeah, that's fine. How oh. was? Uh... Uh, and again, they they got a thing there where like. Basically, a whole bunch of people are kidnapped from the regular world and put into this computer world, and then you're like, "Well, what? How do they feel about that?" Mm. And you're never really clear, you know, that they're not surprised by that they're in a cartoon world, yeah, and everything's you know, re, you know, all these characters are real, or King Kong's over there, or Pennywise is there. They don't care, and then they're not really hundred percent sure uh, how they feel about the game. Even though, if like you know, the good guys lose the game, they're trapped forever in this reality. No one seems to be that worried about that. Yeah, sorry, my phone's going off for no reason whatsoever. Uh... Do you think?
0: Do you think uh, film like? I'm just wondering about the interactions between the actors and the animated characters. Okay, is it like? A f- to me, it feels like the height of that was Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. In terms of like interaction between. Like, you mean the movie where everyone in character is in character? <laughs> yeah. So that's the story. Yeah. And the, the humor comes out of the situations so It isn't just like plastered on as, oh, look at that.
1: Yeah. And you do, you can do a twist on like Betty Boop and just like, you know, hey, Eddie. And like she's, you know, she, she's pastor prime mm-hmm. and she's like you know you know i still got it right eddie oh yeah you still got it betty it's like oh you're tugging the heartstrings a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey yeah.
0: she's a black and white character yeah <laughs> i'm in
1: it's yeah it's great for
0: sure that's been a long time since i saw that film I, I was disappointed when i saw it the first time okay and only time <laughs> so I, should, I should give it another view you should i think i you'd might like have it. i might have over uh, over anticipated that film
1: yeah okay that's a good that's a good example too of like you know a movie where there is an internal logic, even though it kind of falls apart a little bit later on. Mm. Where it's like uh, Roger Rabbit is got the handcuffs on, yeah, and uh, or he's handcuffed, I think, to uh, Eddie uh, Bob Hoskins' character, yeah. And then uh, at one point he just like slips out of the handcuffs and does something, comes back and puts the handcuffs back on. That's right. And he's like, "Wait, you you could get out of those anytime? No, only when it was funny." <laughs> like, yeah, that makes sense. That's the logic. Yeah, yeah. He can only yeah. do it if it's a joke. Yeah. And also, when someone's doing shave and a haircut, he has to go two bits. You uh. can't not do that. Sure. Because that's what these characters are. So you yeah. go, what can Bug, What does Bugs Bunny do? What do? How is Bugs Bunny different than Daffy Duck? Mm. How it, what does Foghorn Leghorn do? What's his deal? Because honest to God, they have him riding a dragon in Game of Thrones. <laughs> What's that got to do with
0: anything? <laughs> well, you know, the scene where the rooster was on the dragon.
1: Well, you know, the only, okay, the only joke that would have worked with that yes. is just like, you know, because they were looking for a big cock. Yeah. And like, like that's the only joke you could get <laughs> out of that that I could think of.
0: Sure. Would have been better if he was in True Grit. And
1: anyway. he was also wearing a wig. He was wearing a wig
0: like that oh, character. Okay. like Like, uh, like D- Daenerys or whatever you say your name. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, I never saw the shirt for some reason. You know how in a world where it's all that reality, yeah. uh, he shows up and he's that. <laughs> he's doing the thing that you do.
0: Okay. That show seemed like Fine. a big time investment that I just wasn't willing to.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I look. They they went for it. They made the damn D and D adult show that people <laughs> wanted. You went like, I want hobbits, but not cute. I want <laughs> like, I want to see some shit. Yeah. Like, All right, we're gonna really uh, gross you out. Sometimes we're gonna have a lot of sex. Uh, brothers are gonna have sex with sisters, and you're gonna be like, yeah, I guess I'm okay with that. We're gonna <laughs> have some dragons. <laughs> It's gonna be good. Yeah, uh, enjoy it. Do you want that kind of stuff? Yeah, oh, there it is. That's the show you were always thinking about. We did it. There, it's, it's done. Good for you. Great. Have have at it. We're gonna make a bunch of prequels. Oh, I don't want to see those. Oh well, we're doing them anyway because uh, there's profit to be made.
0: Are they doing prequels to
1: Game? Yep. Game of Thrones. Yep. Hmm. They're doing prequels to everything. Just think of anything you like. They're they're doing a prequel to it, or a sequel, or a. Mid-point. But they
0: can't use the actors from the show, right? No, no, no. Because they're uh, it's the- a prequel. They're too old for the for the roles. Yeah, yeah. No, this is
1: many, many years before. Okay. Yeah, like
0: th- okay. like hundreds of thousands. Of oh, years. hundreds of thousands of years yeah. before. This is sort of the Silmarillion of of the game. Yeah, of, the world. it's
1: kind of I think like uh, let's call it
0: the Silly Marillion. Yeah,
1: it's like with Star Wars, whenever it's like you know now this story takes place three hundred years before Star Wars. Oh my gosh, what will that be like? There's droids. Uh, everything's the same. <laughs>
0: oh, so there's no technological advancements in three hundred years? Nope. <laughs> No, it's actually it actually goes backwards. I think we talked about this in the show and had some theory why, and I can't remember what it was now. Why? Um, yeah, the, the technology is going backwards in in Star Wars because the prequel the technology is much better than in than in the uh, original films. You know, so you have to explain why it's regressing. Yeah, So some sort of I can't remember what it was. Listen back through all five hundred episodes of Sneaky Dragon, and it will be revealed by me.
1: Yeah, we'll have our uh, Sneaky Dragon version of Frinky at some point, and you'll be able to just enter in, you know, <laughs> some kind of topic or word or phrase. Yeah, and uh, you'll see like how much we repeat ourselves. I'm sure we've had that Cheerios discussion before
0: <laughs> three different times. Yep, three different.
1: I'm, I'm three sure different we shows. have. We had the Cheerios. Quiz. I'm sure we
0: have. <laughs> it's grist for the mill. We got to fill time. Oh, uh, you mentioned at the beginning of the the show that I had my car repaired. Yes, which is true, which is true. Um what's what was interesting was that I got to drive through our old stomping grounds. On my way here I went drove through North Delta. Oh, okay. Which I always enjoy doing By the way, that's where the Delta variant comes from. That's true. I it's kind of fun to do that because, you know, I don't drive through there ever. There's no reason for did me to go that way. Did you drive by your old house? I did not. That would be going way out of my way and I was already late. And I was I was I have to get to I have to get Vancouver somehow. So no, I drove down eightieth. So I drove past basically past like where you you would live on one sixteenth going, sure. going to the left and, and North Delta was senior secondary was to the right. And then I went down to one twelfth and then I turned and I went up to um what was it called? Nordell Place? Nordell, something or other? Where the big scoop was. Sure, yeah. I don't think there's a big scoop there there's anymore. not, no. But there was a little Caesars, and I was super excited. I was like, man, I wish that was there when I was growing up. The 7 Eleven, though, I was looking at it. I was thinking, oh, that 7 Eleven's probably like some dinky little place. And then I like, got up to the light because I was going to make a left turn there. And I was looking at it. It's, it's got like a giant parking lot. Yeah. It's humongous. Okay. And the store is like nicely set back with ah. a lot of trees around it. And it's slightly at an angle. Yeah, they did a thing
1: a uh, couple of, I don't know, how many years ago, but the same, th- yeah, where they pushed back 7-Elevens. Like, they just pushed them back. I don't know why, but, like, all these 7-Elevens, I remember being, like, closer to the road mm. and, like, way back. Push them way I back. I think
0: this is our memory of them is just a bit mixed up. I, I don't okay. know, because it didn't look like it was torn down. It still was, like, the classic... Um, classic Seven Eleven architecture and then when i was waiting in the light i looked over and there was a sign and it told me that i was in the heart of north delta where i was sitting because right there is where the george Mackey library is yeah then up the road is the where outdoor we used pool to rehearse
1: our uh, sketch Yeah. that's right till we got kicked out
0: for being too noisy
1: for being uh, jerks yeah
0: <laughs> we're jerks for we just you know uh then there was the, the pool in that area and i don't know what else is there now because it's Is
1: the pool still there
0: I assume the outdoor pool I is don't still there. I think the pool is still is there. Is that right? They got
1: rid of that? Yeah. I think I walked by there like a couple of years ago, and I don't remember seeing the pool.
0: Because the Sun God Arena is still there. The indoor the pool yeah, is still Yeah. Sun
1: God Arena is a, di- a di- totally different area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but uh But yeah. What, so what's that street that is one... Uh,
0: that would have been 84th, I think. 84th? Or 88th. 84th or 88th and 112th. Okay. Put an 84th. What the heck.
1: Okay. That's an outdoor pool. Yeah. So well, we'll see if that uh, still exists. North Delta Outdoor Pool that is on 85th, and it's at the North Delta Rec Center. Does it still exist? This is a good question.
0: Survey says.
1: Survey says uh, looks like it still exists.
0: So maybe maybe they moved it. Maybe they moved they, the original one got uh, trampled underfoot, and they moved it slightly because that sounds different. Like it's not on 85th is hmm. is a block away from where where I was. So
1: no, this looks like no, this looks oh, like okay. it is.
0: So when oh, you—that's kind of tempting. I actually want to go swim there. You know now. what? You walk by and you close your eyes.
1: Yeah, I did. I like I like a walking with my eyes closed.
0: Yeah, for like at least five minutes. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's much and safer. then I like open my eyes and go. Oh, I'm in the middle of the street. <laughs> I'm like that's what all the honking was. Jokes
0: on you, cars. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> jokes on you.
1: Jokes on jokes on you. <laughs> uh, I, I got to go swimming there then. That's interesting. Okay.
0: But yeah, it was just sort of kind of funny to drive by there. Like some things, like the camera shop is gone. On the one side of the street. Okay. But this CIBC bank is my my old bank is still there where I used to go and like take out twenty dollars for the weekend. Sure. That's you know that's gonna last you. <laughs> gonna last you. It's gonna last. Well, you know you used to have to go to the bank. You didn't have an ATM card, so you have to go to the bank and you have to figure out in your brain. Yeah. How much money you would need that weekend? Here's my
1: question. Okay, and you're in that North Delta E area. I wasn't. I was not. I wasn't. It was you were me. in the heart. I was in the heart of North Delta. You were in the heart of North Delta. That's fair. Yeah. Um, uh, are there any movie
0: theaters? I don't know if the Scott 72 is still there. Yeah, nope. there, Scott Scott no, Scott 72 is not still there. So you'd have to go to the Strawberry Hill or Strawberry Ground or whatever they call it. Okay. But that's in Surrey, but it's still like. You yeah, know. I don't
1: think there's any movie theaters in North Delta. No.
0: Blech. Well, this is no land. there's no land. Like, North Delta is like really squished in there.
1: Well, what did they put in the uh, Scott 72 uh, space? What's, what's there now? Like, there was like a, a lumber
0: uh, mall there was a lumber land there but I think the lumberland lumberland yeah. lumberland is gone the whole that whole that whole like
1: forget st- it Dave it's lumberland <laughs>
0: forget it. that whole uh, store like the whole chain is gone even though it had the greatest name in the world, which lumberland right I is think there still land in
1: it? is there still a uh crispy cream donuts
0: at yes. uh, Scott yep. Okay, all right. Yeah. The all only right. one the only one in the Lower Mainland. Yeah, that didn't
1: that's weird. It felt it like oh you got one of these uh it made such a
0: fuss about it. When it opened there's like lineups to get in. Huge deal. Big deal. Enormous. But um it's one of Eve's Eve loves donuts and that's one of her favorite donut places to go to. Yeah. Like it's... if she's passing through North North Delta for whatever reason, she will stop in. And...
1: If I'm walking nearby, I will get one. Yes. Mm-hmm. I will get a hot donut from there. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's fun to watch them make them as well. Yeah. It is kind of a nice. nice and it's place fun to way.
1: watch them, and then go gross, and then go. I'd like to. <laughs> they said they were gross. I know. A, I like it gross. That's even more. Fun. I'm a real weirdo. <laughs> but you know what? I got out. Bye.
0: <laughs> I like them creamy. <laughs> yeah, that's a change. That's a whole area, really. How much to put know. my hand
1: in there? How much put my hand <laughs> in?
0: And there's a big giant high rise at one um, twentieth and eightieth. It's called Rise, mm-hmm. and it is. It has risen quite tall. It's a very tall building. Someone was telling me that there's a building in Abbotsford, and it's the largest building between Vancouver and Calgary, but I don't, I drove past it. I guess I was a ways away from it, but I didn't feel like it was bigger than this monstrosity in Delta, so I don't know. I don't know about this claim. It feels a bit false.
1: Yeah, but uh, that mall, Scott 72 Mall, was one of my uh, skipping out of school malls. And they had a little arcade there, and I would go there and I would mm. play uh, Popeye, and I would play uh, Dragon's Lair. Those were the two games I would play a lot.
0: At Scottsdale to be too, because I remember the arcade as being on the other side of Scottsdale Mall. This is really interesting to people, I'm sure. On the other side of Scottsdale Mall. Yeah, yeah
1: you're right. That's where it was. It was... There was a. But
0: that's not Scott seventy two. Scott seventy two was the mall that they the new mall they built
1: right next door to Scottsdale on, on the mall. north I, side. I of... consider it all one giant.
0: Oh okay. Because Scottsdale Mall was Scottsdale Mall was that's different. right. That's, so you're going Scottsdale, you're
1: going Scottsdale Mall, then you cross another street. Yeah. And there's whatever that hotel is that. Yeah know, yeah. Uh, people I know used to get drunk and then occasionally they'd strip. um <laughs> Professionally, yeah, professionally. Sure. And it'd be like, uh, oh, you know uh, Bubba Bubba from school? Yeah, uh, they're stripping there now. Oh, that's weird. I don't want to go then there because that's weird. Uh, but the, the, they had an arcade there that was just, like, I've always locked in that smell of, like, Pine Sol. And it's like, ah, uh, I'm not at school. This is good.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a popular place to go for me, too, the the arcade there. Yeah. And then another place I like to go was LA Cat Records at Scottsdale Mall where you could... Spend many an hour thumbing through um, many many albums, and you'd be like, "Man, I've heard a lot about Frank Zappa. I'd like to get a Frank Zappa record." How many records are there? Where do you <laughs> even start with this stuff? And I felt the same way with the Beatles for some reason, because you go to the Beatles thing and you'd be like, "Well, I know, I know the Blue and the Red record, and I know Sgt. Pepper." And then you're like, "I'm gonna get a be- Beatles album." Beatles Two, Beatles Meet the Beatles. What is all this stuff? Because there so many, like, there's like tw- twice as many American versions, right, than there were the British ones. So you're just it's so confusing. What Beatles Four. What
1: was the record store you worked at?
0: Reminiscing Records, okay. but that was not a. Ellicott was a was a new record store. Okay. Whereas Reminiscing was a used record store. So we sold records that were and CDs that were and tapes previously loved that were previously played by other people. And if you like that, if you're fine with that, then it's cool. You'll dig it. You'll like it a lot. But uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I always like also walk by and I and when we're talking about that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Because I used to work near there At a comic store called the Comic Box So I always like walk by and see what business is now in there
0: Okay, okay
1: And it's like, it's sort of like, I guess Sometimes it's a (laughs) warehouse, sometimes something else But nothing lasts very long
0: No, no Yeah That whole area is kind of So there was, down the road a little bit from that Was the Dell Mall Which was once the heart of of that area Yeah,
1: by the way, this is also incredibly on brand for us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which
0: was but now this, this is
1: so on brand it's like again it went from like talking about chocolate bars <laughs> and then it went into like hey remember when we were uh teenagers like i predicted it look to the beginning of the show i predicted this and that's what we're talking about right now <laughs> one of us is going to come up with a painful childhood memory real soon and you go oh good Hope for not. them sharing that okay but keep going
0: so i can't really say oh yeah how'd you get fired dave <laughs> i didn't get fired did i oh i got fired and good cause <laughs> <laughs> well that's fair um no i was gonna say yeah the dell kind of that's that that whole area was like once once upon a time like the the fancy area but it's all like so down at heels now sure. like so such a wasteland over there that it kind of it's so, almost like a cancer that's sort of swallowing up that whole area <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's how they describe it.
0: It's like hard for other places to make it if you're like near this area that's falling apart, you know?
1: Yeah, there was the hill that was near there. And like you're, uh, so you go like, yeah, it goes uh, Scott 72, Scottsdale Mall, uh, nice arcade place. Then you're going up that hill. If you decide to go up that hill, Mm. and then you're like, hey, you want a fancy night out? We got the keg. The kegs here. Well,
0: that's right. And the Swiss chalet.
1: Swiss chalet. I didn't remember Swiss chalet, but okay. (laughs) And then it's like, hey, just go a little farther, and you're going to get to, uh, I think it was called at the time, Maz and Me's. And then it became the Giggle Dam. And that was where you could go for a dinner theater show uh, that was like, uh, you know, and they, they still are around, and they build themselves... As the uh, last politically incorrect place on earth,
0: because there's one was, in uh, um, Port Coquitlam. That is where
1: they moved to. Okay, that's right. Uh, they used to have a Mass and Me's on Davies Street in Vancouver, but like their the the place they were for a long ass time was was Delta. And, oh, and I didn't you remember. go and you pay for your uh, meal and the show at the same time yeah the performers got to serve you ah oh, it's great it's great <laughs> you get served by the performers they it's great Lucky you have a choice of like as many things as you get like in an a- airplane uh, basically and yeah. uh, you know the food's fine and then you get to see a show and it ends with a guy doing Elvis. And singing, uh, I saw Elvis in a UFO or whatever, and Mm. people will enjoy. And you bring people up on stage, and they get to do a thing like they pass a cucumber between their legs to each other. It's fun to do with your family. It's good good times. (laughs) Um, There's nothing like doing that with grandma. Good times. And, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, politically incorrect jokes.
0: I imagine so. Whip
1: out the turbans. It's time for a skit. (laughs)
0: Where was Bring that? Bring your I don't own sombrero. I don't even remember. You don't remember. So, Charlie, I don't remember this place. Where was this?
1: This was, yeah, going up the hill. It was, like, just past the keg, I think. In Delta? In Delta, yeah.
0: In Delta. Wow, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. I guess I didn't like comedy.
1: Well, my memory of the Giggle Dam is that originally it was called Maz and Me's, and I believe it was in Port Coquitlam, and it was uh, downtown... Both, both of them, and they were quite successful. And I auditioned for the for uh, for it oh. uh, because I needed. Uh, now we're gonna have the sad story. Money, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> and, uh, and and the person that I was living with. Uh, was uh, we were we were I guess on the outs because it was a Tuesday, uh, and uh, they called and offered me the job, and uh, she took the message and then didn't tell tell me it. Oh, nice. And, and she she wanted to work there as well, and I don't think I think she auditioned and she didn't get it. Oh, uh, and I auditioned and I got it, and uh, so she never told me. And then like you know months later, I was talking to one of the people that worked there, and I was like, Yeah, why'd you never get back to us? What? <laughs> so instead, I got to work at a furniture store. And
0: I was like, ah, yeah,
1: uh, that's good.
0: <laughs> that sucks.
1: Yeah, that sucks. I mean, you may
0: have hated working at the Giggle Dam, but at least it's performing. Yeah. Unlike working at a furniture store.
1: Though I've got to say, um, there was a guy there that was very successful doing the Elvis thing. Yeah. Who is still there. Mm. So, you know, there is a little bit of something where you kind of go, maybe I'd still be
0: doing Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's a rut that's a little too comfortable.
1: Yeah, my fr- uh we then this person that I'm talking about, and my friend Wendy Ballard and I uh, ended up actually doing our own dinner theater show that was kind of a knockoff oh, okay. of that, but oh, okay. without you know the humor, politically incorrect. Oh, sorry, yeah, politically incorrect humor. <laughs> no, tried to, uh, tried to tried to to do that. Fun. Yeah, I'm trying to see where the old uh, location was, but uh, no dice. Can't find it. Uh, unfussy Canadian meals served with interactive musical comedy performances and an eight piece
0: band. Holy shit, an eight-piece band. eight piece band. What they don't tell you is so there's seven violin players.
1: <laughs> oh, there's a. Seven
0: okay. violin players and a drummer.
1: Oh, this is. That would be great, actually. I like that. <laughs> As a thing for the Tri City news here, it feels like. Yeah. You know, it's. Tri
0: Cities are Port Coquitlam, Port Moody, and Coquitlam? Is that how that works?
1: Mm mm-hmm. They're all cities that really try.
0: (laughs) Oh, I see a different. I took it as a TRI, but you're saying TRY cities. Okay, got it. I'm
1: thinking, I'm taking it as a lot of things. I'll find out where the heck it was and I'll let you know later. Sure, sure. Um, So, so you put it in our newsletter. What were your
0: feelings driving by?
1: How did did it make you feel driving through uh, Delta? Hmm,
0: Nothing. I mean, it's been so long since I've been there. There's not not a lot of nostalgia. Like, I don't feel like when I'm driving through there, I'm like, oh, they wrecked it. Because I don't remember it. And there's still like a lot of old houses there. Like I drove past our friend El Sog- Sog- Sogstad's house. Yeah, still looks exactly the same. Sure. You know, I could probably break into
1: that. house. I could drive don't. past my house.
0: <laughs> you could break into his house.
1: Yeah, he used to have to break into it quite often. Yeah, forget his keys.
0: Yeah, me too. I used to have to climb up the door yeah. into onto the onto the patio. Let's at the break front into the house. it after this. Yeah, let's fun. go do it. Just for fun. <laughs> Even if they're there. Hello. You'll see my name in the locked the quote unquote locked room downstairs. <laughs> There's no locked room in the house. Oh, I just we just called to that. It was a family thing. Anyway, um yeah, so I've driven past our, our house though in the past. And it is different. Like they changed the they changed the deck on the front of the house. Like mm-hmm. they, they changed the railings or whatever. They they took down like the old like solid cedar thing and they put like a glass sure uh, railing stuff. Which is not a not a stupid idea, but a kind of stupid idea because those windows are your bedroom windows, so why would you make them even more exposed by <laughs> taking away the one the one bit of modesty that those rooms had, which was at least to cover your as a your lower boy, areas? What
1: did you need to be modest about? Come you on. know,
0: well, as a teenage boy, I had plenty I needed to be modest <laughs> about, and yeah, that. So yeah, I mean, I grew up in the time of of curtains. I don't feel like curtains are as popular as they once were. Okay, you know, like in my room, I had like these giant heavy curtains that covered the our. They were like
1: you had a Nora sp- Desmond thing going on, yeah.
0: It's hard to explain, but we had patio sliding doors that uh, that went onto a very small patio. My my brother and I shared it for some reason. It went to the oldest, the youngest. My middle brother got like the room in the middle of the house between my parents' room and the bathroom and, and us. But my my younger brother and I, we both had like these, you know, doors that slid open, and then you could you know you could walk out on the patio. The drawback, of course, is that if you want to like open your window at night. To let a little air in, it's a door that you're opening. And it's like <laughs> this two foot gap, you know, that's letting in all of the all of the atmosphere. Not just a little bit through through a window. No, all it's through a door.
1: It, yeah. Now, did you always live in that house, or did you live somewhere
0: before then? We lived in Coquitlam before that house, so okay. that was. We moved there in 1979. So
1: when you moved, uh, did you do the thing that we did, which because we moved in 79 too. Mm. So uh, when when we moved, uh, they let us into the house. And, uh, which is the nice thing Very to nice do, to I guess. And, they, and my parents said, uh, go pick your room. And we like, we both bolted up the stairs to find the best room. You know, and of course, they're getting the biggest room. I'm yeah, like, yeah. We're getting the one on the left. You pick your own, you pick your rooms.
2: <laughs> run, run. <laughs> um, yeah, got run.
0: I or, don't know. Did we, they assign you rooms? I think we were just assigned rooms. Okay. And oh, we ran so fast. I had, such, I, had such a, I had such a better living situation, though, in Coquitlam. Like, I am mad in little, in, in my, when I think about it. That cause, <laughs> because in that house, I had the run of downstairs. Mm. Like, for the longest time, I had the shittiest situation because I shared a room with my younger brother. We slept in bunk beds. And the middle, my middle brother had a room to himself, which seemed a little unfair to me as that's his oldest odd. son. Yeah, it is odd. But it's okay. That's, that's my life. And then, okay. so for the longest time, I think that, that was, is
1: your tragic memory. We've now, yeah, we've, down we've it.
0: <laughs> we down. so, so then, but then my dad, he finished the basement, most of the basement, not all of the basement, but most of the basement he finished off. Okay, He left the, he left the laundry room furnace area and his work area just bare studying on the, and on the walls and stuff like that. But the rest of the downstairs, he put drywall up and finished the ceilings and he made a bedroom for me down there and, a, and I had my own private bathroom. You know, obviously, other people could use it, but for me, you know, I could just like walk in my bedroom and and go to the bathroom and jump in the shower or whatever. I didn't have to like go upstairs or or people had to come downstairs to use it. I was right there, and then I the TV room was very was in sneaking distance, you know. So it was all it was all really good. And then we moved. So just just as I was heading into that age where you know I was kind of we moved in grade six, so I was just kind of heading into the age of disobedience of actual like active disobedience sure, sure. rather than my usual kind of passive aggressive disobedience. I was. Um, you know
1: conscientious objector
0: yeah like you know i was just like i i hated going to bed early when i was a kid
1: sure it's awful
0: it's awful my mom did not like us very much as you know having young boys so her her idea was like get them to bed yeah at the earliest possible moment of the day and then it's a restful night <laughs> and so I, which I don't blame her i'm sure we were like a handful because there's three boys but but uh, yeah we, i had to go to bed at 7 30 that's too early. which was so insane because i would look outside and there'd be younger kids playing sure, across sure, the street sure, sure. and i would just be like in my bedroom wide awake <laughs> yeah of course wide awake and i would yeah so i'd fall asleep at some ridiculously early time i would get up so early in the morning it was crazy how early i got up i'm not even an early riser like i don't like getting early but you know i was done sleeping i was like well I'm, i am done i don't even need to rest anymore so yeah i don't know i don't sleep now like I'm, I did all my sleeping when I was in my sure, sure You're before I it was up ten. Yeah, and now I'm like, I, you know, only three right. hours. It's
1: still, I don't think any more than that. But okay, go ahead, I continue.
0: I'll talk about something about that in a second. But no, please, um, yeah. So, so yeah. So then this, this, you know, then I was going to grade six. I got this room downstairs, It was all mine. I could like, you know, sneak. But when I was a kid, I would still sneak down the hallway and watch uh, television. Yeah. Like my parents would be watching the Flip Wilson show or whatever, and I would sneaky deck. I would paddle down the hallway and I would peek around the corner and, and watch. And so St. Then, Geraldine. Then if my parents like cross their legs, I was down the hallway back to my room. <laughs> nope, they're not moving. Go back down again. Watch this.
1: Let me ask you this real quick though. Uh, your daughters sneaks mm. or no sneaks? Yeah, they're sneaks. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh,
0: sneak think, gene. I think Eve more than Mary because Mary, you know, I tried to be very fair. You know, like when Mary was this age, she had to she had to go to bed at this time, and so when Eve was that age, she had to go to bed at that time. I hate I hated as a kid that I had to go to bed at seven thirty, mm. but when I got a little older and I could go to bed at eight thirty, my brother's also go to bed at eight thirty. I was like, well, what happened to the seven thirty? How come when I was their age, I was getting thrown into the bedroom wide awake at seven thirty in the af- in the afternoon? I'm not gonna say it's the e- in the evening at all because that's too early. <laughs> And you know Griffin's still on. <laughs> so, whereas when suddenly they're still serving lunch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's people out in this neighborhood are still having lunch. Yeah, I can get a club sandwich. <laughs> still the brunch menu still active. I don't even know what that is, but I. I can get a damn eggs
1: Benedict right now.
0: <laughs> why am I in bed? So, but when my brothers reached were that, reached that age. They didn't go to bed at 7.30, they went to bed at the same time as I did. And I just yeah. thought, this is not fair. So when the girls were growing up, I tried my hardest to like keep it so that you know when, when Eve was this age, she went to bed at this sure time, and when Mary was that age. And then when Mary grew up a little bit more, she got to go to bed a little bit later and stuff like that. But Eve had a harder time with that. So when, as she grew up, she would sneak down the hallway and be peeping around the corner <laughs> while we were watching House. So eventually we just relinquished and said, get in here, watch this show with us. Don't need you peeking around that corner. This is silly. So come on in.
1: And let's know. What do you think the disease is? No, it's not lupus. <laughs> no, nope. you always say
0: that. No, it's not. It's, not. it's a tick. Yeah, yeah it was. A, it was a tick. Yep, you're right. It was a, a fertilizer impregnated jeans. <laughs> That's one of the. What was one of the illnesses? Do you remember that one? I don't. No. Oh, okay. They're in someone's car trunk, and they got fertilizer on them. And then when the kid wore them, it it caused some sort of reaction, a chemical reaction. Yeah, yeah.
1: I like how the elves used to have to break into someone's uh, apartment and like look through everything up theirs and then try to find any chemical things. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like those are uh, that's intensive doctors. Like how much does that cost you? Does your insurance cover that? I know. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, you just want to say about everyone who goes to the house hospital. What what is your insurance? Mm-hmm. What is it like? It, it, they're they're. What's your deductible after the fifth time they try to kill you? And then they figured it out and it was like, oh yeah, there's spider eggs in your nose. Like what?
0: What was it? When did you?
1: How, how did that work?
0: How do you bill for that? That that was a really good show for about two years.
1: Yeah. Then you run out of stuff.
0: Yeah. Well then, but well then he fired all his the people that you liked. Yeah. And then they're like still on the show, but they weren't part of the team. Yeah. And then they had other people come in. And you're just like, well...
1: We're hooked on uh, Elementary now. We're watching that on, I think, Amazon Prime.
0: Once again, good for a little while.
1: Yeah, I'm, we're we're on the third season. Mm. And it's like, yeah, this is uh, fine. Like, it's a good wind-up. I think I fall asleep like three times during it. <laughs> and it's like, it's fine. I'm just trying to
0: stay awake a little
1: longer, a little longer. So yeah. what's your what's your sleep thing you wanted to talk about? Oh,
0: this is sort of funny. Like, so, um, here, where did I put my phone? Oh, there here um like the monolith so I, you just don't see it. yeah i got a i got a fitbit as you know right and so it lets you know when you when you're awake when you're asleep yeah so it's supposed to like track your i don't know how accurate it is but it's supposed to track your sleep right so so for instance this week the other day yeah i got six hours and 10 minutes sleep oh okay i mean for you that's good it gave me a score yeah of 68 okay fair fair it said c plus yeah now, just so you know, the higher the better. Last night, mm-hmm. I slept for three hours and eight minutes. Okay, I got a score of seventy six. Higher ju- score. Does
1: it judge your dreams? <laughs> yes, it
0: must. <laughs> like I. So, I so was it was
1: it deeper sleep, and you were just kind of like up and down and up and down for the uh, for the other one.
0: Well, yeah, I think the Wednesday one because the problem is, is it reads when I fall asleep watching television. Yeah, and then it then it cheats me as being awake while I when I get up and have a shower and then go back to bed and fall asleep again so then i think you
1: are c- awake when you're having a shower right yeah yeah good i think i am i hope so i don't know okay no i think that's good judgement by the way <laughs> why uh, uh, you take your watch off when you're showering yeah so when your watch is
0: off it assumes you're awake maybe that's what it does i don't know okay or but does it enter some sort of <laughs> thingy but anyhow i just think it's weird like why well, six hours is getting 68 and three hours is getting 76 well, it's, i guess yeah what I it's would, telling I, me i is would assume yeah it's deeper sleep i should just keep on staying awake no for three hours a night no we shouldn't just get lots of that sleep. is the best kind of no sleep 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 sleep, 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 sleep. <laughs>
1: yeah i uh i'm doing a sleep apnea test at some point and uh, the originally they said, uh, hey, you're going to just take this thing home and whatever. And then they went, uh, oh, yeah, the government says you can't do that anymore. Can't you can't take gotta, it home? No. You got to go. Uh, if uh, So not not for what they're testing me for. Oh, so, okay. uh I guess they're worried about you cheating on your test. <laughs> I put it on the cat. Like, well, <laughs> this guy really likes to sleep. So, yeah, at some point I'm going to have to go into... Uh, like a sleep study clinic yeah and uh get all wired up and uh, i don't know how i'm gonna sleep through that like i, I have no idea like first of all i sleep late yeah. like so it's like yeah these happen around nine o'clock well mm-hmm. well i'll be up for like five hours you know and uh and then it's like you know there's a camera that's there you know there's no one in the room with you but there's a camera watching you yeah be aware of that and just like being aware of that is like how do you sleep and it's just like yeah i just I don't know how the heck I could sleep in a strange place, you know, but people say, oh, yeah, it's easy. It's I like, think if you're
0: tired and I feel.
1: Why would I be tired at nine? Oh, is it nine it starts? Yeah, it's like nine PM or something like that. Oh, that's, yeah. R- that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a sleep study. You know, humans they go to sleep at like I guess ten. So you show up at like nine, I guess, and you get all wired up and the yeah, people are yeah. like, Well, you know, you're a person. You go to sleep at ten, like a normal person. You get right? all
0: wired up, They like, give you a bunch of coffee. Okay, now sleep.
1: Yeah, there you go. Actually, that would probably work for me because mm. caffeine does put me to sleep. Oh, okay. Um and then and then we'll wake you up and it'll give you a nice bowl of cereal and milk, just like you know, normal people have. And it's like, uh yeah. Well I'm just thinking then you'll that... get in your car and drive off. Yeah, I'm a normal person. <laughs> I'm a regular human Joe like all of you. I'm I am not
0: an alien.
1: <laughs> My God, you know.
0: I'm just thinking that our friend Gina, that's what she does. She does uh, sleep studies. Oh, does she? Yeah. So you should go over to the island and get
1: her to do it. Gina, can I have some sleep stuff just to <laughs> put on myself? I promise I'll wire up. I'm also, I'm honestly, I just want a couple of weeks without any wires on me. I don't want, mm. I don't want wires. I'm yeah. fine. Uh, it's well, fine. we live in, been, in we
0: live in we have Wi Fi now. I you know got? why
1: is the technology not gotten to the point? <laughs> I just don't want anything round and stuck to my chest. Yeah. I, I'm I'm fine. It's good. Everything's good. Uh, you know, and uh, I just want to uh, just do healthy, normal things and walk around and swim a lot and and do things. I want to I want to clean my house. <laughs> That's the stuff I want to do. I just want to do regular yeah. shit right now. Yeah, you know, I feel like you, you're kind of coming off of the pandemic. And it's like, uh, okay, first of all, how are you physically? Let's check this out. Mm-hmm. So I'm going through that and getting all that checked out. Yeah. Got some dental work done this, this, this oh, week. Oh, good for you. Yeah. What'd
0: you know, get done? What'd you get done?
1: I got uh, two fillings on the left side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I Are have you to use... slightly
0: out of balance now?
1: Uh, no, pretty good. Good okay. bite. Okay. Uh, and I've got to use a tongue scraper more often now.
0: A tongue scraper?
1: Yeah, I've got to use a tongue scraper. You're getting
0: buildup on your tongue?
1: Yeah, I'm getting a little uh, th- uh, thrush.
0: On the tongue,
1: oh. so I'm I'm taking uh, probiotics and I'm uh, doing some tongue scraping in the morning and at night. Yeah, it was a weird thing because she the 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 dentist was like, uh, "Oh, look at your tongue! You got uh, this, uh, this stuff on," and I was like. Do you mean the, the the my tongue is brown? Yeah, I I drank a coffee earlier. That's mm. why it's brown. I was like, no, no, it's got the thing. I was like, oh, okay. And I think I do think she was a little wrong. I think she was interpreting it wrong. You,
0: you're in denial about having. Thrush. I'm a little
1: bit. Uh, in, no, I think I do have thrush. Oh, but okay. I'm, I'm in a denial about an, another aspect of it. But, okay, yeah. So I got to do the uh, scrapey tongue thing in the mornings and <laughs> okay. in the, in the night, which is okay.
0: That's it's weird because a... th- uh, horses get thrush mm-hmm. in their hooves. But in that case, it's an it's an anaerobic bacteria, which I don't imagine our tongues would be home to, since our tongues are you know there's not a, there's no it's anaerobic. Very
1: common. It's very very mm. common. Uh, it's it's not a, you know and and us humans get it other places as well. Uh, so in our
0: in our butts, close.
2: No. So yeah,
1: you know. Uh, but but no, it felt good to get that done, and Pia went and she got her dental work done as well. So it's like uh, getting the dental work done, getting the health stuff checked out, yeah. and now it's like, okay, you've been living in this house for a year and a half, <laughs> let's get some shit out of here. Okay. We're going to try and you know uh, make this room here that we're in uh, more podcast studio-y, more friendly for guests and what have you. Sure. Uh make things better for entertainment. Just We've take
0: got... that fuck off sign off the door for one. Yeah,
1: thing. I will. I will take that. Uh yes. Well it's for fuck off Fridays.
0: Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> you're not normally here on Friday.
0: That's <laughs> true, I'm not. So, yeah, so I didn't uh, realize. I this there's thank you Thursdays, fuck yeah, off Fridays You're right. I didn't think of that, but I see I'd you in hell Saturdays. It. I never noticed it on this on the door before. And uh,
1: Sunday Buns d- Doubt Day where we have no pants.
0: Um Sunday Sunday Buns Day. Sunday Buns Day. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know it. You, you're, you're, I,
0: do not, I just don't know it. I celebrate it every Sunday. Of course you do. It's a little controversial at church.
1: Speaking of which, are you in church yet?
0: No. Okay. I'm going to go back in August. All right. I'm going to start back in August. So as soon as August hits, I will also be going back to church. I do miss it, but for some reason I'm just not quite there yet. Yeah, that's all right. But I'm going to go back. That's okay. I think because I have this... Um, God will wait. I have this bathroom thing. I don't know if you heard about that i got a bathroom I'm trying to rebuild.
1: Oh, I thought you meant you can't uh, sit for an hour. I
0: can't sit for an hour because I get thrush in my butt. <laughs> a little bird told me. Um,
1: Why is a bird in your butt? A thrush. Oh, I see. I was thinking this is a very weird song. <laughs> I'm your only friend. No. I'm not your only friend. Got, but somehow I, I am in your butt <laughs> and I need to get out of your butt because you got thrush. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I love that group, Thrush. That birdhouse wish wish it was in your soul, but it is
0: not. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I have the bathroom project. So I I, I have made this little kind of excuse to myself that I need Sundays for for that. It's just true. I do need like a, I need a concentrated day. Because Saturdays don't really work so well because I have the podcast to do. So, you know, that kind of breaks the day up either morning or afternoon, mostly afternoon, because I always put things off. I don't put things off. I am doing chores in the morning, so I have you know I do my laundry and stuff on Saturdays. So that's you know. You get stuff. I got you gotta stuff clean on the, your clothes. I gotta clean your clothes. You gotta clean, you your, gotta clothes. clean you gotta your clothes. Clean your gonna, house. Wash your sheets. Make you, your, be- your bed. Remake your bed. Thrush otherwise. Yeah, you don't want, take it from me. You don't want yeah, take it from me. You don't want thrush in your butt. So then, so yeah, so I feel like I'm gonna go back in August, partly because that, and also because we're gonna be getting choir back together. Sure, we're getting the choir back together. The team's getting back, <laughs> back <heist>. They're mobilized. <laughs> We're gonna steal your hearts. <laughs> so uh, that's for the other reason I'm going back, and we can sing again, which is really exciting. Because, uh, like I said, I, I miss I miss all that stuff. I miss I miss my choir family for one thing. I, or miss my choir family. I miss my church family because I love those people. So I'm so looking forward to seeing all, all of them. And I, yeah, getting back into choir would be great. Because once again, I do love I love my choir family.
1: All of them. Have you guys uh,
0: stayed in touch online at all, or is it no, be... no? We're all old. We don't do stuff like that. We just, you know, we. I mean, I, I'm Facebook friends with quite a few of them. Yeah, I was going so...
1: like Facebook is not exactly for the young. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, I, I, I'm Facebook friends with a few of them, and I have, I have made s- s- snotty comments on their posts and stuff. Like Good that, for you. That's throughout. the church way. Yeah, yeah, that's what they get from me. They're yeah, nice post. Stupid. <laughs> not quite that. But just kind of fun. Things, Live, like. laugh,
1: love. Fuck Little. you. <laughs> Little, what? It's Friday. Oh, it's Fuck Off things. Fridays. You're right. Sorry, Fuck Off Fridays. I forgot.
0: No, it's little funny things. Like, my one choir friend, she is going through a health situation right now, and she got some good news. So I wrote and I said, raw. Oh,
1: good. Okay.
0: Because that's what she always says when, she, when, when something is said that we should be excited about it in choir. She's always like, raw. So I just put that as the little thing. And she liked it because she recognized that as a joke that I made, a little private joke. Nice. This stuff like that, you know, I'm not. I don't put, you know, where to go, asshole. <laughs> that doesn't really fly with with the the older the older set because, believe it or not, I know I'm antiquated, but most of the people in choir are older than I am.
1: Right. They're they're from a time before irony.
0: It's not so much irony. I think it's just you know it's one of those things that I'm not sure about tone, In, <laughs> yeah. in, in those sort of situations, sure. right? I was actually gonna I actually was gonna write something to to our friend David David M. Because uh, I'd got some movie tickets for uh, the Sparks movies coming to town. Not the Sparks brothers, but they worked on the music and script for a movie called Annette, which is coming. It was made in France. Oh, okay. The director won uh, Best Director at Cannes this year. And the movie's coming here for VIF, for the Vancouver International Film Festival. So I bought tickets for all of us to go see it, for the family and mm. David to go see it. Because he's the one who sent the uh, information to me. Fine. And so I wrote and I said, um, I wrote and said, you know, put this on your calendar, blah, blah, blah. You know, and gave him the dates. And he wrote and said, it already is in the calendar. If by calendar, that's a metaphor for remember. And I, wrote, I was going to write something like, ha, 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 remember, as if I can remember anything, right? But then the way I wrote it out, it just felt like I was laughing at the idea that he could remember. So this just like, delete, delete. He sometimes has to be conscious of the fact sure, that sure. tone doesn't really always work, you know? Yeah. Like People can't. And there's no there's no typeface called irony yet in in in. On Facebook or in Twitter, which would be really helpful if there was.
1: Yeah, you kind of feel like you want to say to people, uh, you know, if I if, if I italicize this, yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke.
0: <laughs> it's but we all have to agree on that. Like it has. We all
1: have to agree. Yeah. Because you've got no other use for italicizing any <laughs> conversations. And it's like yeah. we, we we agree
0: this is all said sarcastically. Yeah. 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 So do you, does HTML code work if you type in Twitter? This is uh, this is a tough thing. So to if make. you did triangle bracket I triangle bracket sentence and then end it with triangle bracket backward slash i triangle bracket then you would get the italics yeah
1: that's how it goes semicolon
0: yes no no to put that in because that's not your i just actually said that is the html code to italicize
1: oh okay something yeah wow good on (laughs) you uh something i like there's a a guy who does little uh you know uh talks online and his name's Bo of the fifth column and one of the things he does is if he's doing kind of a parody or a jokey joke one yeah he's got a thing on his hat that he turns upside down Okay. And it's like a curious George thing, and he just like flips it upside down and is like, ah, all right. All right. Not to be taken seriously, this one. Okay. That's good, good. To know. That's good. It's like good clear signal of meh meh meh.
0: Well, I just think it's kind of funny that you know we've agreed on all these things like SMH and IMHO and things like that. But we haven't we, no one thought S
1: and safe words, yeah.
0: No one thought <laughs> no one thought to like create like an idea of how to portray Funny tones, like a jokey tone, sure. in in tweets. Well, or you put text. a winky
1: emoji afterwards. I
0: guess that helps. I mean, that's what I do now. I always uh-huh. put like a upside down smiley face. No, I don't put that. one Apparently,
1: I left. put a pentagram, uh, then a picture of Lord Lucifer.
0: <laughs> I do that with my church, but yeah. But see you in L. <laughs> see you in L. Because our room is shaped like an L.
1: Ah, the choir room nice. is shaped like a. No, it's
0: not. Be <laughs> good though. <laughs> Be good.
1: Do you know what they, it's weird about Superman? Is yes he dates everything. On, he only dates people with LL in their names. Yeah, Uh and yet his last name is L.
0: No, this shows up what a narcissist he is.
1: Yeah, it's like his name is L. Yeah, and and everyone is like you is that know, his last name. Yeah, his last name Cal is his first name. But isn't it hyphenated? Yeah, but like Jorel, Jorel's first name is is Jore. I assume. Yeah, and yeah. Is, they're from the house of L. I
0: like, see. So it just like, adds the L to. Except all. for
1: Laura. Laura is not Laura L. She is just Laura. And also, you she's don't... Laura, which again bugs me. But it's
0: Lara, isn't it? L A R A. You know what? It's translated pronounce... from
1: the original Kryptonese, so I have no idea. I
0: assume it's Lara, not Laura. You can,
1: you can, you can interpret whatever you want.
0: No, I'm just, I interpret I'm it the she right way. Get a
1: damn last name.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. It should be. It should be from her house. I think that shows what a patriarchal society.
1: Yeah, Kara. Supergirl, Supergirl, Kara. Yeah. Has a has I think has a last name.
0: Hmm. Well, somebody is It's it sort of a last name, but it's more like a indicator of. Of house or whatever, like yeah. some sort of clan de- the designation.
1: Is it Kara? I want to think zorel is her uh, is her dad's name, but that doesn't make sense. She's not the. But
0: is she Kara L? Or is she just Kara? You know what, this and you is... know what is this the is this a, a rewrite like a, a a newer edition or is this the original thing?
1: Well, the original Supergirl was uh, firstly the imaginary story.
0: Then there's a <laughs> second Supergirl <laughs> that also
1: was not. the one I'm talking about not... the original. What are you talking about? You're the original. I'm talking
0: about, I'm talking about the original Supergirl who was Supergirl and wasn't an imaginary story, but the original like creation of of Zor of Kara. Okay. Was she always Kara
1: it's Kara el all otherwise known by her adopted names of Linda Lee Danvers, Kara Kent, Linda Lang, and Kara Danvers. Yeah, so she was originally uh Kara Zorel. Kara Zorel, so the full
0: Yeah, that doesn't well, make any sense. Oh, it makes sense. I don't make sense in the sense like if your name was like like uh you know Olaf Olafson, then we'd know that you are the son of Olaf. So we know that she's the daughter of Zorel, but it feels like that's not the same as as um Kellel where his name indicates that he is the house of L. Right. Hers indicates that she is the daughter of Zorl.
1: Right. Well, she was called Kara Zorl when she first showed up. Uh before then there was two other supergirls. There was uh Superboy saved the life of an alien woman yeah. named Shara La who turns uh, Superboy into a girl. So he was the first supergirl. He was the first Super. Superman was the first supergirl. Uh, that was in retaliation for his thoughts about women drivers. <laughs> <laughs> So Superboy was sexist, and so uh, he, he becomes a lady.
0: Well, it sounds to me like Krypton had a bit of a patriarchy problem, because it's there's it not allowing like women that. to have, have a house.
1: And then... Uh, or be the, a member of the clan. That was... Yeah. Uh, then, in yep. 1958... Mm. Uh, that was 1943 that Superboy became Supergirl. Then in 1958, Jimmy yeah. Olsen uh, wished on a magic totem uh, for... Uh, wish Supergirl into existence. I see. Uh, and uh, and uh, then... Uh, then, then she got fatally injured, mm. and then he wished her out
0: of existence. Wow, it's kind of like the Bionic Woman.
1: Oh my gosh, this is. Uh... Yeah, that was that was DC trying to decide whether people would like a Supergirl or not, uh, and okay. people did. So here comes Kara Zor-El, and uh, then uh, the he hit her. That was the whole thing. Superman had her as his secret assistant, but hit her. Oh, he hit her. Yes, not hit He didn't her. Hit, Didn't hit her. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then she was fine until they Oops. killed her in crisis. Then just killed her. Hmm. Yeah. And then she came back. Oh, okay. But it was, uh, she was an angel. This is ridiculous. Then they didn't like that. Yeah. So she came back again. She wasn't an angel. She <laughs> was no angel. <laughs> Kid. She was uh, from Krypton again. Mm. But in the meantime, mm. she came back. Mm. But she wasn't Supergirl. Oh. She was kara Oh,
0: kara Oh. Oh. Yeah. And she was Power Girl. Okay. Yeah. Is that the one with the boob window?
1: That's one with uh, has a uh, nothing there. Yes, that's correct. And uh, the situation at the time there was it was a little bit of retaliation for Marvel coming up with a character called Wonder Man, which DC went, huh? You know, we got Wonder Woman. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, we got a character. You got a character called Power Man. Yeah, it's very popular. Okay. How about Power Girl? What? on <laughs> well, you and so there you go so that was the earth 2 version of uh supergirl
0: i see yeah well I hope everyone enjoyed that trip down memory lane or with that window memory lane
2: <laughs> oh
1: we're two guys hosting a podcast and that's not going to age well <laughs> but then you know what What's who it? does who does age well who does um a fine wine, yes, and then it turns to vinegar. Oh, I thought my answer was I thought the answer was Paul Rudd. <sighs> yeah, he's got something going on. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> I gotta assume very subtle plastic surgery. Or mm-hmm. I think you've laid the pipe for this, which is, you know, what, what other family members does Paul Rudd have? And like maybe we're just getting a younger brother every time. Every like five years or so, okay. a younger Rudd shows up and <laughs> takes the place. Yeah. And there we go. No one is young Red. Young Rudd, yeah. that's right, and like the oldest of the Ruds, mm-hmm. probably has had uh, relations with a lady and yeah. has made some more Ruds. I see. And each one of the brothers, when they retire from being the Rudd, yeah. has to go to stud, stud Rudd, yeah, and then makes more Ruds. And then there's always going to be a Rudd. <laughs> and when you finish being a stud Rudd, yeah, you get go up north and you get to go to a farm. Oh. And there's all these Paul Ruds that just yeah. run and play and have fun. It's very
0: wet there. They're mud Ruds. Yeah.
1: Like Except it. for the ones who can't, you know, perform, in which case
0: the the dud ruds <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, I think we've answered the question people have had. Some for a people long time. say
1: better dud than rud, and oh. I, I disagree with that. Yeah,
0: I, I do as well.
1: <laughs> so, Dave, uh, the question yes. I ask every week is: uh, uh, Do you have anything to tell us about uh, a soap opera? Or uh,
0: I, don't <laughs> I do. I wanted to talk about all my fudge fudgesicles. Okay, this week. No, I've got uh, a little bit of. Uh, Dork shadows very
1: good we're gonna talk a little dork shadows we talked a little bit sorry we also talked a little bit there about your bathroom is there going to be any bathroom chatter uh tile talk uh,
0: sure if you want to do that before
1: yeah let's do some tile talk and then all we'll right. get into dark shadows all
0: right all right well tile talk i mean here's the thing everybody like when you do a project like this you get kind of hung up you get hung up on things sure because you, you think you like, you
1: abandon your faith. You say goodbye to church.
0: <laughs> you do say goodbye there to church. There is
1: no God. There is you no God. You renounce him. That's
0: true. You do. Lives. You do learn that when you're in the midst of a household project. Sure, that there does is, make sense. There too. is no God. It's a hopeless world. It's an existential nightmare. Camus is right. We're Sisyphus pushing that rock up, up and down the up the hill and back up the hill again over <laughs> I and over meant again.
1: Camus, like the little bald kid who's the animated. No, oh, that's Caillou.
0: <laughs> that would be good if his name was. <laughs> Camus, the uh, existential little kid Oh, uh what's the point? I' going all, to cry, mother We're all going to die one day. I am not going to go and kill an Arab to show that I am alive. Um, okay. That's étranger, you know' we've all read that book, everyone, right? Um, i didn't I didn't write it. Camus wrote it. Sure. It was an existential choice.
1: Yeah, we all know. It doesn't have to be good. We know. We know exactly what you're talking about. Right. We're getting all these references. <laughs> Thank God you're all the same age as me. Everyone, Yeah, because everyone your age knows all about Camus. <laughs> and Caillou. And Caillou. They were, it, was, it was the oh, big movement.
0: Oh, yeah. Papa. I have my cigarette. Oh, I'm so sad. This world is so... It is a pointless existence of constant striving with never any success. So Sisyphean.
1: The, you know what I what I love is yeah. uh, every so often this kind of story comes up, where it's like during <laughs> uh, pandemic, yeah. all these kids really got into Peppa Pig. Okay, and so all these little kids got British accents, like American kids got <laughs> British accents, and they keep things like, saying things like the lorry, and like they're using all this British slang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and and stuff, and it's and it's driving parents crazy that their sure. kids now have uh, British accents and sound like Peppa Pig. Yeah, and I just love that uh, we know Peppa Pig.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we know one of them. We
1: know the first Peppa Pig.
0: We know the first Peppa Pig.
1: Game. Yeah, the one who laid all the groundwork. Yeah, when you uh, let's say the real Peppa Pig. Sure. When you think of Bugs Bunny, do you think of, like, the guy who's doing Bugs Bunny now? No. Or do you think Mel Blanc? I think Mel Blanc. We know the Mel Blanc of Peppa Pig. <laughs> there you
2: go.
0: Okay. So, sorry. So, uh, back to the bathroom. Yeah, the bathroom is... Um, yeah, it's, it's... We're flush with anticipation. <laughs> so, I, you know, so I've mentioned that I have taken out the bathtub. Okay. Toilet. Sink. The sink went. The countertop went. Okay. So, then this week, I decided that and I had some misinformation in my mind so this created a bit of a problem i thought that you could not tile onto painted walls oh i thought that was something you couldn't do so i decided that because i decided we we're going to do like a half tile around three you know the kind of around the bathroom and then go up to the ceiling in the in the shower area i thought well i guess i need to get rid of these painted walls so then i decided i, I would take out all of the drywall out of the bathroom so i took out all the drywall all the painted walls and then I took out the cabinet as well, like the base of the, the vanity. Okay. So that went as well. That, that's gone. So the bathroom is now completely empty of everything except for the wall, you know, like the wall structure, though, the studs, the plywood floor. Now, I also mentioned that my bathroom has a bit of a slope, a slant, as if it's it kind of folded over a joist in the house. So it's kind of like on either side of it, it's one side has dipped quite a bit and the other side has dipped a little bit. So the joist has either like gone up or the house has settled in some way on either side. I, I don't know for sure. So my original thought was I was going to put like a floor leveler down. So that's like a very, like a slurry, like a very wet cement that you can, you just pour in and kind of move around with a, with a, it's like a, maybe you might use like a, I don't know what you call it, like a scraper kind of thing. Sure. And you just kind of move it around and, and you, you know, you get the bubbles out and you get it all smooth. And then it creates like a level surface in your bathroom. Then you can, once that's done, you can go in there and you can knock yourself out. You can put the tile in, you can put your bathtub in. It's all great. Cause it's all flat. So every time I, everything I look, everything I've looked at about this, it feels like this is all great in the United States. Like they've got all this like stuff they can do that, that helps level floors. But if you look in like a Canadian um, site for like a, like a, Home Depot here in Canada, or a Lowe's, or, a Re- uh, uh, or Revy, or whatever, they all... Rona? Or Rona? I should say. Yeah, Rona. They all, um, they don't really seem to have the same choice of, of, like, a product that you can get in the States, as if, you know, our tiny population doesn't really make it worthwhile to ship that stuff mm. up here. So, I'm kind of thinking now, screw the floor leveling, because, well, first thing is, it's scary, because you've got to, like, carefully, like, cover everything in your bathroom, uh, like seal it all off, like seal the wall, like a studding to the plywood. You got to fill all the nail holes. You got to fill up all the seams. It all has to be filled in because you're going to pour this wet stuff onto the floor and you don't want it to like pour down into the basement. Sure. <laughs> so so that, you know, so I'm kind of like, A, it feels like I don't have like the access to the what I want right now because I can't just go across the, to the States. Like, you know, like a, a year and a half ago or two years ago, I could have just been like zipped down to the Home Depot in Bellingham. Buy what I need and just bring it back up to Canada and, you know, that's it. And then use it. But I can't do that because, you know, I can't go across the line. So I'm just kind of thinking now. And the other thing is the tile that we're going to put down on the floor is like the little tiny, like penny tile, they call it. Like the little tiny tiles that are on like a piece of cloth. And you just kind of lay that down and... So it can kind of... If they're small enough, they can kind of ride the waves in the bathroom. Okay. So I'm kind of thinking now that I'm not going to worry too much about where it's wacky. It's been wacky for 23 years now. It's always been like that. It's kind of bugged me sometimes when I've like felt it. Particularly when the girls... But it, you know what? It only happened when the girls were younger and I was kneeling by the bathtub. Mm. I don't notice it anymore because I don't use the bathtub. And I don't look at the floor. Except when I wash it. And then I'm not really paying attention to the slope. <laughs> and it's washing the floor. So... I don't care. So I'm thinking now that I'm just going to forget about the whole leveling thing, and I'm just going to tile the floor. So, so where I am now is I have a completely empty bathroom. I've got some floor screws, and what I'm going to do with those is I'm going to go in and, and I'm going to screw sc- screws into the floor joists, like wherever there's nails, to get rid of the whole squeaking thing that can happen with the nails. Okay. So I'm going to make the floor a little firmer, and then I'm going to put down... My, uh, I'm gonna do the drywall, which I'm kind of mad at myself now that I've learned that you can put it on painted walls. But whatever, it's probably better because the original ply, ply- original, um, drywall in the bathroom wasn't uh, moisture proof. Oh, it was wall. just old fashioned. Well, like in the cool. old days, they didn't do that, right? Oh, okay. Or maybe at this time they didn't care, so they just threw up whatever. So I'm gonna get like moisture proof drywall for you know the 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 walls, and then I'll tile that. So that's where I am right now. So I'm gonna have to, um. I'm gonna have to get get the bathtub in, finish the plumbing, and then I'm gonna put the drywall in. Then I'll have to tape the drywall. Then I'm gonna put in the waterproof membrane in around the tub, and then I'll start doing tiling. I'm gonna, and I guess I'll tile the floor first, but I'm not I'm not no. certain yet.
1: So I'm tired just doing it. You're just talking it. Well, it's
0: just yeah, it's just like oh, it's just so much stuff. But it, once it's once it's getting done, it'll be fine. Like once I'm doing it, it'll be okay. But yeah, I just feel like. I feel like I kind of cut my own throat by taking all of the drywall out. But at the same time, it's probably better to get it out because I can see the electrical better now. And I want to put some pot lights in the ceiling. Well, that's right. That's the first thing I have to do, actually, is put pot lights in the ceiling. So I want to put two over the bathtub and two in the center of the room and then just have the the light over the mirror uh, because our bathroom is very, very dark. It's the gloomiest place in the house. There's no there's no window. Yeah, this like this airless room. Yeah, and then I, I want to put a new uh, bathroom fan in as well, a better fan. So that's where we are right now. So it's just improvements. And then I'll put in the drywall, and then I'll tape that, which isn't that hard, it's not super hard to do. I've done it before, and I got better at it as I did it. When I first started, when I first started, I put on the I put in like the more you know like the drywall whatever it's called the stuff, <laughs> the thin set or whatever. And then I would I would sand it, but I would sand it all off. And then I would redo it, then I would sand it all off again. And then I finally realized, wait a second, I'm putting it on, and I'm sanding it all off. I don't think that's quite how this is supposed to work. So then I started doing a little differently, and I figured it out. Yeah. It's always a learning thing, so. Like, I'm going to do this bathroom, and the next bathroom I do, it's going to be even better, because I'll know what I'm doing. I'll have actually tiled before. And I'll be like, oh, I know what to do when you tile a floor. You do this, instead of what I'm doing right now, which is, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I have no idea, and I'm kind of up in the air now whether I'm gonna like reuse the vanity or just buy a new one because it kind of makes sense to buy a new one. Is Is it expensive for a new vanity? It's like four, four or five hundred dollars. Not, oh, okay, not crazy. Ones that come with like a with a top, like a countertop on them. So we'll see, we'll see. I have no idea what I'm doing though. I'll freely admit that. But we will uh, stay in touch and we'll find out. Yeah, week to week.
1: Yeah, tile talk.
0: By the time I come back next week, I should. I should have the pot lights in at least. All right, that's my promise.
1: That's your teaser for next week.
0: Yeah, pot lights.
1: But now that's the future. Now let's go to the past.
0: Let's go back to the past.
1: If you're, uh, if you've got Tubi, uh, that is a, uh, a thing you can watch on the TV.
0: Yeah, T B I. Uh,
1: yeah, you can uh, you can watch old shows. Dave has been watching an old show, mm-hmm. and he has been filling us in on what's been going on in the past uh, <laughs> with the blood sucking uh, uh, soap opera. Uh, Dark Shadows. But we, of course, call it...
0: Dark Shadows. And there we go.
1: And now, I give you Dave.
0: <laughs> Thank you. And uh, so, if you remember last episode, episode 646. If you're following along. You're and following you along, can. And you can. Uh, Roger tripped down the stairs on a wire placed there by the children, who are possessed by the spirit of Quentin Collins. At least they're saying that. A ghost living in the house. Yeah. So, Roger is lying at the foot of the stairs, <gasps> blood Oozing out of his mouth. Oof. Internal injuries, I would think. Yeah, but, uh, they don't make it that much. But he gets up. He's like, "I'm fine. I'm fine." Uh, the possessed children are looking on callously, and uh, Liz helps him up. And Roger claims that he tripped on a wire, but the wire is gone. Oh, we see David wrapping it around his hand in a very evil sort of way. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Friendly wire wrapping <laughs> in Roger's bedroom. Liz finds a tarot card on a on a side table. Oh. Uh, so she phones Professor Stokes, our handy dandy occult expert, okay, and he tells her he 'll come in the morning
1: i 'm going to assume it's either death or the hanged man
0: we 'll find out okay now there's a kind of a weird thing that happens with this plot between with the kids. It kind of goes like this david 's evil forces <laughs> forces Amy to do something men David feels remorseful amy 's evil. she forces David to do something. <laughs> Then Amy's remorseful, yeah. then David becomes the callous character, and he forces her onward in this Quentin <laughs> Quentin thing. It's a very weird teeter-totter. So David is remorseful, but Amy reminds him of Quentin's powers, although we really haven't seen much of his powers. It seems to me his powers are forcing children to do his his dirty sure, work.
1: Sure, sure,
0: yeah. In the morning, Professor Stoke arrives. Professor Stokes arrives. Liz shows him the card. He tells her the card is, you said the hanging man?
1: Uh, yeah, the hanging hang man.
0: The Tower of Destruction.
1: Oh, they don't usually have that one. Yeah, that's a weird one, eh? That's a, that's a weird pull. Okay.
0: A card which promises great unhappiness. Oh, nice. For the house. Not the house, but for the household.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, the children return to Quentin's room, where because David has rebelled. Again, he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. This, I don't want to have to do these things. I almost killed my father. This yeah. is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's fuck off Friday.
0: <laughs> I saw the sign. So then... He's like, he says, you know, basically he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. This, I don't want to have to, you know, I'll go along with this, but I don't want to, like, be murdering people.
1: <laughs> they have had a lot of jobs like that. they're <laughs> working at the comic book store, so I had to say the same thing.
0: <laughs> then the gramophone starts to play this familiar theme, which is, which is later called Quentin's Theme. It actually became a hit song in
1: 1969. Wow. Everyone's doing the Quentin.
0: Everyone's doing the Quentin. Uh, the gramophone begins to play. The cradle begins to rock and... Meanwhile, downstairs, Professor Stokes, who came and talked about the card, and then he, he left and said he'd return, he re- does return to Collinwood with a woman named Janet Finley, who they could call Madam Finley. She's a medium. Yeah. She's a medium. Also, she's a, a cult expert. Okay.
2: I was
0: just talking about her size. She's a, no, I'm just joking. She's uh, a medium. I took
1: the joke I was going <laughs> to do away. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry, what was your joke? That's fine. Oh, you do your joke. I was going to ask you what height she was. And if you uh, said she was small, I'd go, ah, she was one of those uh, small mediums at large.
0: <laughs> she was kind of small, actually. Which is a joke this. that
1: you can do, by the way. If you're ever watching Poltergeist mm-hmm. and the little lady comes on, yeah. she's a medium, small medium at large. It's
0: Just true. throw that joke in there, everyone's going to have a Very good time and they're going to high five you. I don't know if they're going to have a good time, but you could throw it in there. So um, now, when she comes in, like I got to tell you right now, this actress that comes in. Place it subtle, place it smooth. She plays it so big. <laughs> so big. So she's not a medium. And I mean, I mean, it, this is the show. This is what the show calls for. Yeah. Like if an actor came on the show and their whole thing was like, I'm going to play it really low key. Like that is the wrong way to play the show. Like you've got to, maybe Chris, Chris Jennings and his character is a little low key, but if... If you, if you come on the show and you're like, I'm going to be subtle, no. Like when we were talking about the actors who played Eve, like she said, like when she was watching the edition, she could see the other actors, uh, other actresses, and she could see the reaction they were getting from the producers. And she said, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to, and she said, she realized it's all about looks. It's all about how you look. Not like how you look, but how you yeah. react and, and the the looks you give as in your performance. That's what right. they want. And so she went in and she just like overplayed it. She just gave big yeah. reactions and big eyes and big facial, you know, reactions. And then there was like, you're in, you're it. Yeah. That's She's what we want. The special effect. Yeah. yeah. Because this show, yeah, this show is driven by like, I mean, it's garbage. Yeah. Like, the scripts are just nonsense. Sure. Sure, pure nonsense. So you you bring in this woman, and you're just like, you know, what I want you to do is walk into this room, and I want you to sense the spirits in this room, and I want you just to play it up big. And you're going to have to play it up big in this room over and over again, because this is the set. Yeah. This is what we have. We don't have, like, anywhere else for you to do this. (laughs) We've got one room, and we have a few other locations. But they're hard to get to. So we're just going to really use this room a lot, because the camera's already here. So yeah, so she comes in and she's like, she does like these big hand gestures and she talks to the room and she, she says, I sense, I sense there was an accident here. I sense a seance took place, you know, and they're all like, yes, they did. Oh, yes. And then she attempts to contact her control. She has a spirit okay. that she has a control, but she can't reach the spirit. Mm. She's in contact with another spirit uh-huh. in the house. Another spirit. I sense an M. Is there an M in this room? Well, that refers to Magda. Magda, who contacted through Carolyn during the séance, you know, and she's doing all these big hand gestures and things, and it's really it's a real performance, but great. Like this, great for the show. Sure, sure. sure. Because you're like you're just in. You're You're just like I am. Man, I'm with this woman. I'm, and so uh, Professor Stokes takes his leave. He's like, well, you don't need me anymore. I've you know I've delivered the package. I will leave. So he goes. Uh, Now the children. Are going to be the counter to to Madame Finley, so they are they are her opponents in her attempt to okay. like what she's doing. Does
1: she doing. immediately sense that the kids are fucked up?
0: She does not.
1: Well, it's not very good medium. She's not a very good medium. Very good medium. <laughs> they're possessed. Get on it. I mean, she's
0: talking to them like they're going to be helpful to her, but they're not. Oh, right? So, come on. so the children, fraud, the children the go, the children go, and warn Quentin Ugh, fraud. And then we see them like talking to. We see like there's like some sort of oops, sorry, everyone. there's some like, some sort of reaction of uh. Of that, but they don't really, they don't really show her, they don't really show like, they always like show the children like looking up at something, but they never showed Quentin. Because okay. they only wanted to pay the actor once. <laughs> he showed up one episode. <laughs> you don't need to have him in again, right? Yeah. He was here. We saw him. We saw what he looked like. He's imperious. He's got a big, big uh, bushy sideburns. That's it. That's all you need. That's all you need. So then, um, Mrs- Madam Finley explores the house, but she is drawn back to the living room. Why? Because it's where all the cameras are. <laughs> That's why she's drawn back to the living room. Yeah. I am drawn back here. I sense a war in this house. <sighs> Ooh, hef Kung Fu gestures. <laughs> she asks Liz to leave her alone. Okay. Because she doesn't want Liz interfering with her. And then, uh, well, she's off doing something. Joe, Joe comes. Like, Joe recovered from his vam- vampire... Existence. He's no longer. He's no longer uh,
1: Harkness. Yeah, I was going to say from his Vampire Weekend.
0: Yeah, his Vampire Weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a hard thing to recover from. But he arrives to see Amy because he knows that Chris has been neglecting her, and so he comes there to he's her uncle Joe or her cousin Joe, I should say. We learn that Madame Findlay wishes to visit the closed up sections of the house, the east and west wing. So she goes. So Liz shows her where the east east wing is and she goes off to explore that meanwhile amy and david have been given their marching orders by quentin and so when madame finley returns for the tarot card amy sees the pentagram on joe's face oh so we remember the bar waitress saw the pentagram on her face and she became the victim of the werewolf amy sees it on joe's face uh oh and joe thinks that she's kidding but madame finley says no i saw it too and she warns Joe. She says, you have to be careful. But she's kind of cagey. He's like, well, what would I have to look out for? She says, an animal. Well, there's lots of animals around here. She says, an animal that walks like a man. He says, well, thank goodness there's none of those in Collinwood. That's
1: right. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to go to the gorilla exhibit.
0: Amy <laughs> <laughs> uh, I and... Amy and uh, David leave Madame Finley to the West Wing. Oh, sorry. They lead, lead her. Sorry, I said leave here. I thought I meant to say. Uh, they lure her, that's what the word is, but I could read my own writing. <laughs> they lure Madame Finley to the West Wing through a secret door. All right. Because Liz Liz was like, oh, you know, I'm busy right now. I got to deal with Joe, and Joe wants to, you know, blah, blah. blah. But I, I, um, when I'm finished, I will show you, I'll lead you to the West Wing because I have the keys for the door. And Madame Finley's like, sure, sounds good. So she's waiting in the living room and the kids come in and they're all like, Well, if you go this way, you can get to the West Wing. And they show her this secret door. And then she goes up and then they close the door and they put a chair in front of it. <laughs> so no one knows So no one knows where she went. Yeah. Because she's all by herself. So um let me just change let me turn the page here. Um yeah, they move the chair and then when Liz returns, they're all like, they played down there all like, we don't know where she went. I don't know what lady. Who's who's <laughs> Madame Finley? What soap opera? What soap opera? <laughs> this is a game show. Anyway, uh, what's your bid? <laughs> <laughs> so Madame Finley finds the storage room in the West Wing. And then she finds the, the secret passage uh-huh. into Quentin's secret room. And she goes in and she crawls through it. And then walks through the door into Quentin's room. And then the door closes behind her and it's locked. Oh. And at first she's all very like very brave. And she's all like... Ah, you've locked me in here. You wish to contact me. Reveal yourself. Reveal yourself. And the children come and hide the secret door with a box. They put a trunk in front of it. So now no one knows where she is at all, because even the secret door is hidden. But she attempts to communicate with the spirit. And then Quentin's theme begins to play. And she's like, why are you playing music for me? And then like, oh blah, blah, blah. She's all very dramatic.
1: It's a popular song.
0: M-mean- meanwhile, Liz and Julia are downstairs. Discussing Roger's health, and I just put in notes, recap, very common on this show, we learn that he is well enough to travel and is leaving the next day for England. Okay. So we need Roger to get out of the house for some reason.
1: On uh, a jet plane.
0: He's oh, out no, of here. We don't know We don't. But we learn that Liz is worried about Madam Finley. She's, where's she gone? Meanwhile, Madam Finley is still trapped in the room. The cradle begins to rock. Ooh. Then the phone rings and she answers the phone. And no one responds to her answer, but no. she can hear breathing on the other end. Ugh. And then she hangs it up, and she sees the wire is disconnected.
1: Ooh.
0: It's a ghost phone.
1: But why is a ghost breathing?
0: She explores the room. <laughs> why is a ghost breathing? That's a good point. Yeah, that's not something a ghost does. She explores the room. <laughs> a ghost, Yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's
1: what does she what you do? She pick up the phone and just like, do you hear breathing? No. Wait. <laughs> the phone's been cut. It must be a ghost, because they don't breathe. Mm. They make no sound at all. You know
0: what? how do we know what ghosts do they could they may breathe we'll find out we soon don't know enough. we don't know anything about it <laughs> we'll uh, be she, a ghost one day she explores the room okay will we be a ghost one day no we won't
2: yeah
1: that's what a lot of ghosts thought because there's
0: no such no thing as ghosts that's then. what
1: a lot of ghosts thought as well
0: okay so she explores the room the phone rings again but she at first she ignores it mm-hmm. she's like i'm not going to answer i want you to appear to me in person but then she finally answers. She's starting to get a little, sh- little shaken now. Sure, sure, yeah. A voice tells her that she is going to die. Oh, and she isn't. Says, I don't believe you. She's, you know, you were, you know, you would say that. Hangs up, and she's all like, "You have to appear in person before me." And then she passes a mirror and she looks in it, and her reflection changes to a skeleton
2: <laughs>
0: with a wig, <laughs> of course. But she's starting to like. She's starting to lose it now. This is starting was to get the to wig, her.
1: Was a wig pretty close to her hair? Was it was it pretty comparable or were they
0: just like we had? It was wig. sort of close, but not totally ah, the same. No, okay. They, you know, they didn't. They didn't like. They didn't. <laughs> they had a wig, but they didn't bother to like snip it and make Again, it look like our hair.
1: I don't know how that wig stand, uh, that hair stand on. <laughs> it's a skull. There's not. There's no skin. That Makes
0: sense. Um, we then cut to Chris. Chris Jennings is okay. in his uh, seedy hotel room. Inner monologuing remorsefully about his murdering the bar waitress. Joe arrives. He tells Chris that he is planning to leave town. He feels like he burned all his bridges. He loves Maggie still, but he understands that he, he treated her terribly. and So that's those bridges are burned. So sure, yeah. he needs to leave and start again.
1: Sure. Got to start. It's... He
0: tells Chris about Amy and her vision of the pentagram and, and uh, Mrs. Finley's warning. And Chris is, of course, very disturbed, but he doesn't want Joe to know that. Uh, but Chris kicks him out. Because he's going to be turning into a werewolf soon. Sure. So he does not want uh, Joe in the room. Meanwhile, Madame Finley is losing it in Quentin's room. She is frightened. She knows she's frightened. She says she must not be frightened. She has to be brave. She's very scared of wigs. Quentin's theme begins to play again. Then the cover of the roll-top desk slams down. A chair turns towards her. She looks in horror at it as the camera zooms in on her face. She looks more and more frightened. And then we we, uh, cut to Chris. Coming to Collinwood uh, to see Julia, he wants, he wants uh, sleeping pills from her, the most powerful that she has, so they can knock him unconscious and he won't, the werewolf will not awaken to, to, be, to attack.
1: What if he just ate some chocolate? Wouldn't that stop the world? <laughs> I don't think so. It'd just be really unhealthy for the,
0: the... werewolf. I think we uh, established that the werewolf cannot die um, through ordinary means. Yeah,
1: well, you just give him the poops.
0: <laughs> One piece of ex that's all you need. Um, so as Liz returns from uh, checking on Madame Finley's car, because she thought, well, maybe she left. So she went outside, but she goes back and she goes, no, her car is still here. So she's in the house somewhere. Madame Finley appears at the top of the st- stairs before collapsing and falling down the stairs. She's dead. Oh, no. That's the end of that. It was a bravura a performance. It was a great oh. performance, but it is done. Well,
1: contact the Emmy committee.
0: <laughs> Please do. Uh, retroactively give that woman an award she <laughs> deserves it the next day yep as roger and Liz, this, this is the next episode this is the ne- yeah this is like yeah that was the final part of yeah, that that's so that. you're right it. that's a real cliffhanger or okay. good ending the next day as roger and liz discuss madam finley madam finley's mysterious death which of course he says they ruled it a heart attack liz there's no reason to explore it anymore she's well it's very suspicious that she came here to explore like a you know, a haunted house, and she dies. and He's like, oh, nonsense.
1: People die in this house all the time.
0: But we've only had three seances where weird things happen. <laughs> Vicky comes into the room. She insists that Jeff, uh, who, of course, faded away into the past, will visit her that night. And, of course, Liz and Roger are like, poor Vicky. She is lost. <laughs> they both tap their heads and go, woo, cuckoo. In her bedroom, Vicky pleads over Jeff's watch for his return, a glowing a gloring, a glowing aura a appears. appears. A <laughs> glory hole appears. A glory hole appears. She walks <laughs> it towards dark it. Dark shadows. <laughs> very dark.
1: I want to suck your. Here anyway, we
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> a glowing aura appears. Oh, very nice.
1: Yeah. Now well, that'll happen afterwards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> At Roger's best. Uh, Barnabas has come to tell to talk some sense into Vicky.
1: Right? Was Barnabas in the last episode at all? No, no, he wasn't. Oh, taking a break.
0: Barnabas is yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Frey needed a break. He's probably on like a school tours. <laughs> Don't do drugs. He did like he did like a like a thir- or 15 city tour during the time of the show. Okay. Like to promote the show and like he was so popular. So he, sure, sure, that
1: makes sense. I was
0: like, we love you, Barnabas. You're a great vampire. He's like, well, I'm not a vampire anymore, but whatever. Um, so then. Uh, He's like, I'll, I'll talk to Vicky. I'll make talk some sense into her. Meanwhile, in her bedroom, Jess's voice begins to say her name. He says he'll never return, though he'll never return. Um, but Liz, and then Liz knocks on the door, and the glowing light disappears, much to Vicky's distress. Vicky tells Liz and Barnabas that she plans to leave Collinwood, and they, um, and then so then Barnabas and Vicky have like a nice sort of farewell sequence together. She talk about their friendship, which was never really that stylish, that great. But sure, they're great friends. If, <laughs> if you want to retcon it, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, he did hypnotizer and did wanting to marry him, which I don't know if that's a great relationship. But okay, whatever.
1: There's been worse uh, starts to relationships in uh, <laughs> soap guess, operas. Luke and Laura, look it up.
0: Look it up. It's terrible. Look it up. Terrible, terrible. Nothing, never could happen again. Um, but they bid each other a fond farewell. Alone, Vicky cries. Jeff returns from the past. His hand appears on her arm. Ooh. His physical hand appears in her arm. Okay. He tells Vicky to forget him. She insists that he take her with him into the past. He says, I don't think that's a good idea. She says, I'm going to go anyway. He goes, I don't think that's a good <laughs> idea. She says, I really want to do it. I love you. He's like, okay, you love me. Well, maybe <laughs> we should. It's going to happen, I, I guess. I
1: really like thinking that they were talking in this way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Fine. Blah, blah, blah. How you doing?
0: Roger leaves for London. We get okay. his his farewell. But he's gone and then Barnabas arrives downstairs, and, she, and Liz is like, "I heard a man talking in Vicky's room," and Barnabas is like, "Well, that wasn't me." And they're both like, "Jeff," and they both run upstairs, sure. or as much as two middle-aged actors can run up, her, yeah. right up some stairs.
1: Like they should just start at the bottom of the stairs.
0: And they then, start at the bottom of the stairs,
1: yeah, and then you cut to the room, and then you hear. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right exactly what happens there's like the cut to the room vicky and jeff have some conversation giving giving uh barnabas and and liz time to go from the, sure. that the living room set, set to the other, to the other set. set yeah um because as we've said many times this show Just is from a lot of this you hear that you hear, <laughs> <Ow>! <laughs> oh man you hear people talking in the services. background <laughs> you hear people coughing all the time yeah <coughs> hey cameraman
1: are you still shooting today yes <laughs> get out of
0: here <laughs> Yeah, the crew member walking into, into the set. Um, so they run to Vicky's room uh, just in time to um, see Vicky and Jeff fade away Ooh. into the past. Ooh. And that's a big moment on the show because that's Vicky gone. She was the center of the show at one time. This was a show built around her. Dan Curtis had a dream one night. And in his dream, this is a story anyway, in his dream, he saw a young woman on a train going somewhere she didn't know where she was an orphan yeah. and she did not know her past she did not know her future but she was going to this town and that was like the beginning of the show for him you just said to somebody, i got a great idea this is the beginning of the show i want sure. you to write this woman on a train and she's going to this town and we don't know what it is blah 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 and that's how the show was created it was based around vicky and now she's been kind of pushed aside by all the more interesting occult happenings yeah. in the show and the actress alexandra uh Alexandra, what's her last name? I almost in my head, but I can't quite remember. Like note or something like that. She got sick and tired of playing the character because it was just she just felt like she was a dummy. And I kind of liked her character. I liked her like her genuineness and her her candor and her naivety. I really liked that element of her, but and her trust of people and her like goodness. I thought that was really kind of fun sort of um contrast to the all the darkness of the other characters in the show. But the actress herself did not enjoy playing that character, and so she left the show. She got pregnant and was able to break her contract. And then they brought in Betsy Durkin to play the role. And, of course, being the actress who comes in to play a character after the more popular actor, Alexander Moltke, that was her name, after that character leaves the sh- or that actress leaves the show, it's hard. It's hard. You're the replacement. It's hard. No one's going to like you. And so she had a lot of backlash. And their answer to this was to get rid of her. And she got rid- they got rid know. of her.
1: Did she ever come back?
0: Well, wouldn't you like to know?
1: All right, fair enough. Conducting.
0: Vicky's disappearance causes Liz's fear of death and being buried alive to return. She hasn't nah. really talked about that much, but this starts happening again. Chris is desperate to speak to Julia. He needs his pills. He calls, or he arrives um, and gets his pills, and then he leaves. Joe returns with Amy. Uh, they saw a movie together. She tells Joe that she can't see the star in his face anymore. He's like, Thank goodness. Well, she goes at the store, but we know it's a pentagram. Right. Barnabas learns from Amy that Liz has got out into the night. Now he's in a panic because he knows that she has not been becoming very uh, morbid again. And so he's, he's, well, I know where she's gone. She's gone to the cemetery. I better go, better go intercept her. Uh, and so Barnabas says to Amy, you go. You go in the living room. Wait there. I'm going to go out and, and, and get Liz. And so he goes somewhere to get his coat or whatever. And when he's gone, Amy sneaks out. Wow. So Amy sneaks out. So Barnabas has, Barnabas has to leave and then find both of them. So uh, so yeah, so this is when Chris arrives. I guess he called earlier and now he arrives to get the ki- the pills and Julia is very suspicious of what, what this guy is doing with these pills. Like, you seem rather desperate for some barbiturates. That seems very suspicious. <laughs> but she re- re- she uh, relents and she gives him um, the pills. Meanwhile, at the mausoleum, at the Collins family mausoleum, this has arrived there and... She prepares to enter, and as she does so, she's interrupted by Amy. And Amy's like, I don't think you should go in there. And she's like, I have to go in there. This is where I belong. And they briefly talk, then Liz collapses. Barnabas arrives, and they take her back to Collinwood. Meanwhile, Chris takes his sleeping pills and prepares to sleep. Uh, Let me turn the page again. Sure. Sorry, everyone. Uh, He prepares to sleep, hoping that his transformation, he'll sleep through the transformation and will not kill anyone.
1: Yeah, these aren't great plans. I don't think it's a great plan either. Not great plans at all. How about uh, go out in a boat in the middle of the lake or something? <laughs> That's yeah? yeah,
0: go a good idea. Yeah. I think a werewolf could still swim.
1: Can a werewolf swim? Why not? When have you ever seen a werewolf swim?
0: Never. Well, you haven't because it would be very complicated to, to do that with all the makeup and stuff like that. But I nah, think a werewolf a creature could swim. In the Black
1: Lagoon in there. <laughs> uh,
0: Joe bursts in to confront Chris over his treatment of Amy. Chris kicks him. Did I say kicks him? Yeah, kicks him out basically <laughs> He kicks him out and then lays down to sleep But he transforms into a werewolf ah. You just see his hand And you see his watch, he's wearing a watch And you see his hand to get all hairy uh, Barnabas and Amy return, Liz to Collinwood And they put Liz to bed, even though she doesn't want to go to bed Ah, it's like you <laughs> well, it's a waste of time? It's like your... 7.30 The
1: other people are outside, they're having fun
0: Liz says the classic expression I always say She says, I'll sleep when I'm buried alive <laughs> Amy is drawn outside to look at the full moon. I think they're kind, of, they're kind of giving us some sense of connection between them. It also gives time for us to like, transition between people being places. Yeah. Um, she, uh, and then as she looks at the full moon, we cut to the transformed Chris in bed. Of course, it's not Chris. It's the stuntman. Did I tell you that that stuntman was on Sesame Street? As what? Well. He was the chef who fell down the stairs. I think oh, I did mention that, but I'll say it again.
1: Five chocolate words. That's right. Cards. And then
0: he would fall down the steps. That was the that was the guy who played the werewolf. That's
1: the song of five.
0: <laughs> um, my
1: fucking back. <laughs>
0: he was a and He was fine.
1: Cut it! Cut it before he says my fucking back.
0: It was probably him who fell down the stairs as uh, Madame Finley. Again, as a, as it. a
1: kid, I used to pretend to be that guy and would throw myself downstairs. Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
0: Yeah. I, man, I used to fall down the stairs even in my. I don't like to do it so much now, but when, even in my 40s, I would do, like, fall down, falls down the stairs. Not? Why not? What are
1: you? What are you? The Prime Minister of Canada? I think I live forever? Yeah. So. By the way, look up clips of our Prime Minister falling down the stairs. Yeah,
0: it's good. They're good falls, actually. Um, so, we're kind of cutting back and forth. So, we cut to, to Chris. We cut. Then we cut back to an anxious Liz, who insists that arrangements be made for the care of the children. Because she's going to die. She's worried that the children will be left uncared for. Mm-hmm. So, she insists that.
1: It's hard to adopt, possess kids.
0: She insists that uh, Barnabas talk to to Maggie. And so Joe comes to Maggie's apartment. Uh, I put in brackets, awkward, uh, to say goodbye. He says, I'm leaving town. I just wanted to say goodbye to you. This is not an attempt at reconciliation. I know that can't happen, but I just wanted you to know I'm leaving. And I just, you know, I just want bygones to be bygones and us to be friends again. Yeah,
1: let's just be fiends.
0: Let's just be fiends. (laughs) The phone rings. It's Barnabas calling. Uh, to ask Maggie to come to Collinwood, so then Joe and Maggie, Joe offers to drive her, and so Joe and Maggie come to Collinwood. Uh, Joe tells Amy about his uh, com- conversation with Chris and the fact that Chris is going to come over and see her. And Amy's very excited, but that in that moment she sees the pentagram oh. on Joe's face again. Um. So she wants Amy, sorry, Amy wants Joe to stay at Collinwood, and Joe's like, "Don't be silly, I'll be fine." Yeah. Uh, Liz wants Maggie, meanwhile, to become the new governess for the children mm-hmm. and Maggie agrees since she doesn't really have a job and she's living in a house she can't afford because her sure. father is gone. Uh, and she's like, well, when do you want me to start? Liz says, how about right now? And she's like, Oh, well, okay. So um, she says, well, you know, I need to go back to my cottage and get some necessities. So, but Joe says, well, I'll go over and then get them for you. And so he goes over to Maggie's cottage to pick up some stuff. And while he's there, he's grabbing some items and from her list He hears a growling outside the house, and the werewolf jumps through the window, grabbing Joe by the neck, preparing to bite him. Mm. And that's where the show ends. And that's where this episode of Dork Shadows ends as well. There you go. It's going to take a bite out of crime.
1: (laughs) What's that mean?
0: (laughs) A bite out of Haskell. Nice.
1: That's exciting. It was exciting. Good cliffhangers.
0: It was a good cliffhanger. I like the addition of the werewolf. It's a good bit of fun. Yeah. Good, good good.
1: Except thing. a werewolf should only attack like once a month. So it feels like This is can't. the
0: longest full moon period of the problem with the show though is that you don't know like when's day and when's night. I mean you do know when day and night is, but they never make the days very clear, yeah. right? Like a whole it could be like five episodes that are all like taking place in the yeah. same this night. This is just so.
1: this is just generally a problem with werewolves when you have something like say a Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh, I'm worried about Oz. And it's like, yeah, but not every week. Yeah. Because yeah. Most times it's fine.
0: And that's the problem for Dark Shadows is they want to have that werewolf. Now, this is one thing. Chris Jennings is popular with the ladies. Yeah. You know, and so they need to replace uh, the actor who played Joe, uh, got tired of that character, felt like there's going to be like what he called no um, development of that character. Right. And so he just kind of, he wanted to leave the show, which I think was silly because the show was very popular. But you know, an actor will do what an actor wants. He's been on the show for a long time. He was on the show from the very beginning. Okay. So he's done like six hundred episodes of the show, more than 600. 650 something episodes of yeah. the show. Maybe he has a oh, right. Should have
1: stopped thing. at six six six. Oh well, that's too bad.
0: Well, oh, he's not at six fifty still. So
1: yeah, but well, like if you keep going till six hundred sixty six, oh, oh, yes. it's all uh, satanic and fun. <laughs>
0: Sure he should have I don't know what he leaves the show to be honest with you.
1: what you got to do with the werewolf thing is you gotta make it the like yes once like it's again i'm I'm not making this up. This is what they had in werewolf by Night Comics, which is uh the guy can turn into a werewolf at will except yeah. once a month or for the three nights, mm. then whoa whoa, 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 goes bananas, but like otherwise he can he can basically control himself yeah, for the most yeah. part it's like yeah and then but that's
0: that's that's you know, I think you know what I don't wolf work I don't care. I don't care how yeah. they do it. I only care that it's it's makes sense in that show's sure, sure, mythology. Sure. I don't care if they want to have a silver bullet, yeah. if they want to have a silver cross, if they want to have a stake, if they want to have a, if they want the werewolf to change the full moon, or if they want him to, you know, because yeah. I think I think Teen Wolf was I don't think I don't remember being driven by the full moon okay. either. I, I don't remember now. It's was the while. guy
1: who uh, plays Superman now? Was he a werewolf?
0: Yes, oh, okay. he was. Yes,
1: and he was always uh, showering.
0: no he didn't shower so much the shower scenes were more and and for the the lacrosse team so it's like a lot of the the teens i'll put that in quotation marks because obviously these guys are all like in their 20s who are playing these roles but
1: i gotta say the guy who plays superman that's a handsome pete that guy Mm -hmm. uh that's that guy good on him yeah
0: yeah um that was his role in the show was to be very handsome i don't think he was quite as handsome as colton whatever his name was colton haynes whatever his name was who was kind of the the villain of the first couple seasons
1: Yeah, your villain should be handsomer than your uh, hero.
0: The problem with Teen Wolf, the TV show, was that it was really fun the first season and then garbage after that. And you just watched it because you're hoping that it would not be garbage every season. And every season you'd be like, well, that was garbage. And then you'd be like, well, next season's starting. Oh boy, let's hope it isn't garbage. It's garbage. Hmm. So it's too bad.
1: Teen Wolf bites.
0: They didn't know what to do with it.
1: Uh, So we're going to questions of the week. Questions! you uh, You know, we'll do these. We'll give you some information. yeah' sure. uh, We'll, uh, you know, the, yeah, we told you what the show was going to be like. And then Dave and I <laughs> are going to go for a snack. Yay! Um, so last week we asked. Speaking of snack, uh, what would you put in a as da- Dave says, snadwich to make it sound I put a snadwich. Down? Yeah, a snadwich.
0: <laughs> oh, you know why that happened? Shoot! So um, when I when I when I posted the show, there was some problem. Like it, it created it wouldn't it wouldn't link to the sh- to the show, so people wouldn't be able to go to the site. Right. And and see it. So I was like, okay, this happened before. And I had to like erase all the information I put on, onto the site and then oh. put it in again. Not all the information on the site, but oh, it's okay. all, all, right. all in that post. Oh, okay. All right. In that That's post. Good, so I erased the post and I had made the correction to sandwich. And then I forgot when I redid it all. So, oh, well, anyway. You know what? They should be called Snadwiches. is a better name, actually. I do. I love
1: a Snadwich. <laughs> I would go and have a sandwich, uh, Snadwich any time. So. <laughs> All right, sending a note to myself to remind myself of a thing, and here we go. So we asked, yeah, what, what would you put into a sandwich to make it sour? Uh, what's your favorite sandwich? And uh, what's something goofy you did as a kid? There we go. Edward uh, Dragansky writes, uh, David, back on episode 69, uh, page where I wrote, I hope you carry it, back on episode 69's page, I wrote, I hope you continue to carry a bit of Listening Party over to Sneaky Dragon with Ian. Your musical catalog of knowledge is just uh, beginning. To clarify, I was comparing what you've shared with us on Listening Party to the entire music catalog in that noggin of yours. (laughs) I know you could share your knowledge you have on music for years. Listening Party was just the beginning. I hope and pray you bring more of your musical knowledge uh, into the Sneaky Dragon flagship or another podcast. I really am humbled by what you know about popular music. You present it well, and it keeps me enthralled. Oh. Well, that's not about a sandwich, Edward.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Ed. But, Appreciate uh, that. That's a nice thing.
1: And uh, congratulations on wrapping up the Sneaky Dragon Listening Party uh, podcast.
0: Thanks, thanks. It was a lot of fun. I was. It's funny, I was a little sad. A little sad.
1: That's not a bad thing. No. no. And will it come back in some form or another? Who knows?
0: Yeah. Who shrug. Knows? Shrug. Shr- shrug. We uh, haven't. We haven't thrown out. We haven't thrown out the... Uh, we just put in storage the beanbag chair, the Victrola. They're all in storage right now. So when the time comes, we'll get the rumpus room rumping again.
1: And the laughter. And the laughter. Regis uh, writes... Hello, Regis. Uh, and again, uh, I'm doing my best. Regis, here we go. We're going to do this. and <laughs> I'm going to go for it. Uh, hi, normality. Err. <laughs> Kolsch, a well-known uh, French stand-up comedian had a definition of God which one can easily apply to normality. It goes like this. God is like sugar in warm milk. He is everywhere but nowhere. And the more you seek, the less you will find him. Hmm. I've done stand-up. I would like to see him selling that joke in a stand-up room. (laughs) Uh, I guess it's funny because the word in French is lay. Yeah, it's funny. It's a funny word. Yeah. People and uh, normality work uh, kind of like quantum physics. They're uh, not dumb nor intelligent, or nor weird nor normal until you observe them closely. In which case, they can become one of those, and not always what you hoped for. Hmm. Interesting. We're getting pretty deep with letter number two.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, this always... one, I just interrupt just for one second. Okay. Please. There's a person at work. Yep. Who started there? And he's a really nice guy. Like I really like him. he's nice, but. <laughs>
1: He has going kill him.
0: He has no interest in his life. Seriously. He does not watch sports. Okay. He's not like a movie fan. He's not a music fan. He doesn't play video games. I don't know. He has kids. I guess he plays, those things with his kids, but it doesn't sound like it. Like, it's just weird. Like, it just seems like he's... What's he doing when he goes home at night? Watches TV. But just watches TV. Like, he's not like... You know, like, there's difference between... Difference between, like, watching TV the way our parents did, right? Like, our parents watched TV... In this way, uh, finish washing the dishes, what's on TV? Oh, this is, I'll watch it, go to bed. Yeah. You know, when I watched TV as a kid, I would get the TV times in the newspaper and I would sit down and I would scan through all the movies that were going to play that week. I would look to see if there was any like specials or anything that was cool that was going to be on. I would look at everything. Is there going to be a Charlie Brown special coming up? Is Arbor Day this month? I have no idea. Let me just look through it. I would look through every, you know, my parents didn't do that. They didn't look at the TV times. They just watched whatever was on TV that night. And
1: you'd have to... Well, did you have a remote? No. Okay. You'd have to get up and turn the... Yeah. physically change the channel. So, yeah. like, once the TV was on, yeah. it'd stay in there unless your kid gets yeah. up and changes
2: the channel. You know,
0: they just... They watched the Carol Burnett show. Fair enough. They watched the news. Sounds good. You know, before they went to bed. like That was their... That was what they liked. And that's fine. I'm not putting that down. It's just... You know, that's not... That's not... That's normal. That's not weird, right? Yeah. It's just, it's just strange to meet someone who is so resolutely normal, yeah. To the point that, in a way, it's kind of boring. And like I say, he's a nice person. I like working with him. Sure, he does make he'll, he'll say funny things every once in a while, but that's not his thing. He's not a he's not into comedy either, right? Like, is this weird? Like, as someone who's obsesses over things, <laughs> you know, believe it or not, I obsess over things. As someone who like you know finds a hobby horse, dark shadows, and rides it to to everyone else's dismay you know it's 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 strange to me to like not be into something to not be interested in something to not have something that you want to go home and do i just wonder
1: if like there's a lot of people that are like that and you just don't happen to know them well that's it yeah
0: yeah i'm sure there are i'm sure there are a lot of people that just live their life in some way that's a mystery to me an absolute mystery interesting we were talking about it last week and i want to say like you know, when I was younger, I always wanted to be normal. Like that's not a feeling I have now, obviously. Like I embrace my weirdness. I am glad that I am I am different, you know, as much as I as much as I feel I'm different. I don't feel like I'm super and like when I say that I don't mean like better than <laughs> right? I just mean different than. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I don't sure. think I'm better than this person who's just you know, goes home and has dinner and then watches television until it's bedtime, and goes to sleep, and gets up and goes to work every day, he does the same thing over and over again. Weekends come, hangs around the house, you know, like whatever. If that's what you if that's your life, that's what you want, right? But I would rather be, you know, oh, there's a movie playing at such and such. We should go see it, you know? Who can I talk in my family into going to this movie?
1: A side note, I'm still learning how to ride a bike. Um, and uh, it's just strange to me. Like, I, I do go on long walks, and I see uh, people, like, so many people on bikes. Mm. I go like, huh, everyone, they're on a bike. And they're so different. Everyone's so different. Yeah. But they're all on bikes, and they're all fine. I'm just like, huh. It's no problem. They're having no problem on bikes. Yeah. Like I get on a bike, they're like, whoa! It's just, a, it's, it's like, hmm, they're, uh, they can do it. Normal people can ride bikes. That's interesting. wonder how they do that. <laughs> I feel the same way about eating breakfast. How do does, they do that? How do they make breakfast? How does that work? I do get it. Does what? it
0: feel too high when you're on the bike? Or? Yeah, always. Oh, okay.
1: Awful. Um, I just don't know. I just don't know. It's mm. like, I need my grandfather uh, behind me, like pushing me and going, don't be so soft. <laughs> And then I also need to have a child's body, so when I land on the ground, I just go, boing!
0: <laughs> What's to worry but about that it? also helps.
1: Uh, continuing on. I always thought that normal people were kind of weird. Oh, maybe you don't pay enough attention, and I made air quotes each time I typed normal, which is no <laughs> small feat. <laughs> you should do that with your feet. Uh, younger, <laughs> I, I was fond of tractors. Remember John Deere? And for a part of my teens, uh, spent a big chunk of summer vacations driving tractors and messing around farms. I wanted to be a farmer, to be able to drive tractors.
0: I've never driven a John Deere tractor. Mm -hmm.
1: Have you ever had a Dear John letter? (laughs) Uh, Did I mention I really like tractors, and particularly John Deere's? I think you did. Uh, That's normal, unless you're the son of a farmer. No need for swearing. In which case, uh, you (laughs) normally prefer uh, normal things like running after girls or trying not to end up as a farmer. (laughs) Well, if you like farmer's daughters, a career as a traveling salesman, I heard, is pretty good. Uh, It seems, or at least, I've been told, we're all different and there's no such thing as normal, but uh, all are weird. But I would still think their weirdness is more uh, normal than mine or ours. Leo Ferré, a French poet, said, what is annoying with mortality is that it's always the mor- morality, or with morality, sorry, is that it's always the mor- uh, morality of the others. <laughs> and morality is a big part of what defines normality. Oh, we are getting freaking deep. Let's keep going. <laughs> and I still can't fathom how people really work. I mean, sociably, like making meetings, talking nonsense for hours just not to address the real problems at hand. Or changing mindsets, depending on whether they're alone or in a group. Or admiring rich people, spending billions allegedly to save mankind, trying to go to Mars, and refusing to spend a dime to save our planet, which is the only realistic thing to do, increasing our problem with energy and pollution by sending rockets into space. When the actual question is, uh, should we still get on a plane? (laughs) Or being anti-vax and trying to make sense, that 000001 percent chance of death, or big, the big problem is bigger than one in 10, or more percent, to uh, get a disabilitating disease uh, the vaccine is fighting against. Not counting that the first uh, case, they're thinking of their own risks, when in the second, it can save hundreds of millions of people's lives. Is that normal? <laughs> Always thought the higher morals and subsequent normality uh, should be my liberty stops with the where the liberty of others starts. And not fuck the others because they're trying to fuck you. Huh? 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 I uh, seem I'm getting a bit carried away, aren't I? So what would you ask about? Uh, sour sandwiches? Are, uh, mm, is that a good answer? Uh, uh, what goofy thing I did in my youth? Let me think. Uh, yeah, I drove tractors. Which... You're surely asking, asking yourself. I would say I rather fancied John Deers, <laughs> and as always, be normal. Continue to be weird. That's great. That's a great letter.
0: That is a great letter, and I really
1: a great uh, acting monologue for young uh, actors. For me,
0: <laughs> I would say I would say that people who are moral, and I mean really moral, not 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 judgy, not judgy people, but moral people are are weird in our culture. Okay, like I think that being like following like a strict morality like a you know like a uh love your neighbor you know as you love yourself morality is very rare and it's hard, you know people it's not that comes that's not come natural to human to humanity and we and especially nowadays we have a real we're having a real problem with it a big problem do, with do it
1: do you think it's different now than more than like in the past i think there was human nature has
0: changed i don't know if human nature has changed but i feel like our sense of community is becoming more it's getting harder for us to to see Maybe. In maybe our, it's in shi- our world. Maybe
1: it's shifted whereas you know, you can communicate with others virtually in, a, in an easier way than you could in the past. And so, yeah. you know, the door to door, and also people are living less in houses. Houses, mm-hmm. so like, you know, if you have, if you're in an apartment building, it's it's more difficult to know your neighbors. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have. I, I think the thing yeah. that's good about like when you have houses is you can know your neighbors, and you got a nice distance there. You got the <laughs> lawn, you got a fence, you got things. Sure. But it's more difficult to know your next door neighbor in yeah. an apartment because yeah. you can hear them, mm-hmm. and you, you're like, oh, I don't want to know them know them because now they'll know me and they'll hear things yeah yeah no uh, i I know what you're saying but that's what i
0: mean i think our our culture is getting like more and more distant rather than more i mean i know that we have twitter and things like that but i don't know if that's really been the answer to for joining us together either
1: yeah it's always personally i think it's just always changing i think the i think the uh the holes that we need to fill are always being filled but they're being filled by different things you know, the needs i of of, of the many? No. The needs uh, that we've got uh, are always the same. We desire contact, we desire love, acceptance, relevance. And it's like, how do you get that? You know, nowadays, you know, if you're a young person, you're like, I want to be on YouTube and some people listen to me and give me likes and, and there you are. But in the past, you know, there's other ways you want it to mm-hmm. be accepted. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be elected to your neighborhood watch thing and get that respect at the PTA or what have you? Boy, I've gone extremes. I think I missed about five decades there. <laughs> you know, when you're fighting the lions in the, the Colosseum, you want uh, some respect.
0: Well, you already made a Dear John reference, and that's.
1: Well, when you got a John Deere, you got to make a Dear John.
0: That's fine. I'm just saying, like, I, I made. That's how you
1: break up with your tractor.
0: I made a Dear you John a... reference at work, and it went over everyone's head. Oh,
1: that's fantastic.
0: Everyone's head. You didn't there get was... any traction. What is that? Well, I'm not going to explain it, it makes it funnier.
1: Good. Louise writes, My Hello, favorite hey, sandwich. Louise. Hi Louise. My favorite sandwich is egg salad, maybe a little sour with a spoonful of Miracle Whip.
0: I don't think Miracle Whip is sour.
1: It's got some vinegar in it. It's the sweetest. Something goofy I did as a kid, I collected empty toilet paper rolls. Mm-hmm. This was before curbside recycling. Uh, as they were usually thrown out with the regular garbage. Our family of six generated a lot of them. <laughs> uh, when I had about a hundred of them, I glued them into a pyramid and painted the whole thing green to form a Christmas tree. It gathered dust for a while, then I threw it into the garbage. <laughs> uh, me and my uh, freak friends, uh, we would uh, take toilet paper rolls and we would fill them up with firecrackers. Oh, yeah? And make our own dynamite. That's cool. Yep. So
0: I'll say, I'll say another goofy thing I used to do. I had a an old, my dad had an old reel-to-reel, yeah. so I put a fishing string on it, attached that to a toy car that I had, like a kind of larger toy car, like a Tonka truck. Yeah. And Then I would use it to drag it across the lawn. I would have it sitting in my window of my downstairs bedroom. This is the good thing about having my room downstairs, by the way. I had it sitting in the win- window of the room downstairs, and I'd turn it on, and then the, the reel-to-reel would take up the fishing line, and it would pull the car uh-huh. along the lawn. We thought that was pretty great. I agree. It could only go in a straight line.
1: Edward Dragansky writes again. Hello, Ed. Funny you should mention sandwiches at this point in time. We've been cutting costs <laughs> by having sandwiches for dinner a few nights. Well, a week.
0: we knew that, Ed. That's why we put the question in. Yeah, that's show. right, Edward. We know that. Come on, come on, man.
1: Uh, a few, a few nights a week, due to, due to rising food prices. Susan buys some good stuff for the sandwich making at the deli, and it goes a long way, mm. saving money on meals. Yeah, a sandwich for dinner is good. That's a good idea. Uh, I'll go through uh, phases with sandwiches, but lately I've been using ciabatta rolls, toasted, with either roasted turkey or turkey pastrami. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> uh, I don't eat turkey anymore, but still. Nom, 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 Tomato, provolone, lettuce, red onion, and a little Italian dressing, or olive oil mayo. Nom, 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 uh, I don't mix it up much. Uh, maybe some nights I'll use a sharp cheddar or any of the four kinds of pickles uh, we have in place of something. We have all the items for four any... kinds of pickles. Four kinds, Dave. Four. I'm, I'm a bit. You got a sweet and sour pickle. You got a uh, dill pickle. We well, you got your you yum. Got get you got like your a yum nice Honey mustard pickle. You got a yum yum pickle. You got
0: your yum yum Just sweet pickles. You yeah. got your garlic. Yeah, you yeah, you got your Polski ogorki pickles. Yeah. Uh, maybe like a hot pickle.
1: Oh, maybe, I don't know. We're gonna have to ask uh, Edward. Hmm. We have all the items uh, for any sort of sandwich. So it's uh, not too likely I'm having the same sandwich two nights in a row. Louise piqued my interest above with the egg salad and Miracle Whip. I'm thinking of making that now, or maybe chicken salad.
0: Well, if you're going to do that, don't forget to put uh, chives in it, or green Yeah, your...
1: I'd say some green onion, yeah, for sure. sure. Uh, sometimes for lunch I get a little nostalgic and make a simple beef bologna and American cheese sandwich with just mustard. I lived on those as a kid when I made my own lunches. They were good. also put a little Kraft Single on there. Uh, that's me. As I, for... I
0: live on them now.
1: There you are. As for sour sandwiches, not sure how sour this ends up in the end, but I still enjoy a good liverwurst sandwich. Oh
0: yeah,
2: mm.
1: once in a while. Uh, my wife turned me on to liverwurst and cream cheese. Oh boy, those together work out. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm sure this. I think I wrote about this in the past, but I grew up eating liverwurst. My grandmother always used it as a sandwich option when I was there. I used to call it a smelly sandwich to my grandmother. It was liverwurst uh, with aged Swiss cheese, Miracle Whip on one slice of sourdough bread or dark rye, and horseradish on the other slice. Wow, that's an intense sandwich. Good for you. That does sound
0: sour. Yeah.
1: Not the creamy horseradish sauce, but the strong prepared horseradish from wow. a jar. Yeah. Slice up red onions and tomato, and maybe a little stone ground mustard in it. Mm I still eat those to this day. And afterwards, <laughs> it's guaranteed to keep everyone away. <laughs> Hands down, the goofiest shit we did as a kid was make movies. In the neighborhood and around our part of town using my dad's 8 millimeter bell and howl camera. We dress up and use the high school nearby as a backdrop since it had stairs and long outdoor corridors. We do stop motion stuff so it looked like Benny Hill chases. We made stunt dub- dummies uh, filled with fireplace ash so when they were thrown off the second story window there was a cloud of ash to obscure the dummy on the ground. That's smart. That's a good idea. One of us dressed up in the same clothes as the dummy, so we would uh, cut and take the place <laughs> of the dummy, only to uh, to jump up and continue running as if we'd been tossed off a second story of the chase. They looked cheesy, but it was so much fun doing the films. You can't tell me someone, anyone, uh, didn't see us doing this stuff and wonder what was wrong with us or what the hell we were doing. I did that, too. I would do uh, dress up like a dummy, throw yourself off a roof. Yeah, it was great. Um... <laughs> I would do it with action figures, though. So I would like have to dress up like an action figure. And then uh, I would especially do it in college because we had a good roof for that. And we'd throw the, throw the dummy off the roof and it would land in this pond. Not pond, but we had like uh, you know just a kind of little pool underneath. And it was a really good effect. Uh, going back to even younger days, we were constantly building clubhouses from anything we could uh, get our hands on. Wood, cardboard. Giant sheets of plastic or fiberglass in the field behind our house. Same here. Uh, One summer in the field, uh, we were digging an underground tunnel where we could uh, be cool from the Texas heat. That lasted for about two hours tops before uh, all we had was a big hole in the ground and three exhausted kids (laughs) with shovels suffering from heat exhaustion. A short walk to 7-Eleven was all it took to recover, and one Slurpee later, it was all just a bad idea verging on a distant memory. (laughs) As, of course, Dave and I always have to say, if you're ever in Canada, try our 7-Elevens. The Slurpees are different. Are they better? Yes. Yes.
0: They are better. Yes. Sorry to tell you that, America.
1: I am sorry, America, as well. Crystal writes. Hey, guys. Banana peppers. Oh, no need for that kind of language, Crystal. Oh, wait. You're just saying that? Uh, Banana peppers, or sometimes jalapeno pepper slices, are a nice addition that I like to add to some sandwiches when I crave a sour flavor. Sometimes I might add a few drops of vinegar-based hot sauce to the sandwich. It depends Mm. on what the sandwich is and uh, of what
0: item I add. It's good with grilled cheese, that's for sure.
1: When I grew up, many a car trip included a sack lunch consisting of bologna sandwiches, Uh, Buttermilk bread, a slice of American cheese, tomatoes, lettuce, cold bologna, and a dash or two of Louisiana or Frank's Red Hot Sauce. Don't like cold bologna? Just leave it out.
2: (laughs) And the sandwich is
1: still quite delicious. Summertime is sandwich time around here down south. People wait with salivating anticipation for the summer and gardening season and mm. fresh tomatoes straight off the
0: vine. Nice. This I don't. Great.
1: Yeah, I don't know about the rest of the world, but the South practically lives on mater, <laughs> uh sandwiches this time of year. White bread slathered with mayonnaise on each slice, a dash of salt and pepper on the mayo, and fresh ripe, juicy tomato slices. Yum, yum. (laughs) Lately, cucumber sandwiches have made it into my weekly supper menu. They're just fine if you prepare them like a tomato sandwich, only substituting cucumbers for the tomato. Or if you want to be really fancy, you can also mix up a block of cream cheese with some mayo. I agree with this. Or unflavored Greek yogurt and add chopped fresh dill. I super agree with this. Garlic powder, onion powder, and salt and pepper. Mix in some diced cucumbers, spread it on your favorite bread. Add more cucumber slices, or even some tomato or avocado slices, and you've got yourself a fine, cool, and refreshing sandwich. My goofy childhood adventures are all pretty tame and lame. Sometimes my friends and I would go into a store and talk loudly with fake accents. (laughs) Mine was always a really bad attempt at scouse. Uh, Very few uh, times we would go up to Nashville and visit the mall, which ended up in daring each other to go into a store and make a silly announcement. For example, going into the fitness place where everyone on treadmills was and loudly proclaiming, get thee to a bakery for thou art too thin. <laughs> I'm sure we must have picked up the idea and probably that line from a movie or television show. Reflecting back to that age, it seems pretty stupid now, but at the time we thought it was cool. I think it was
0: cool as well. Yeah, it sounds fun.
1: Ian, I am very proud of you. You're being proactive with your health. Thank you. A healthier lifestyle today will help set you up for success and a more enjoyable, active life 20 or 30 years from now. Also, if you start to find uh, yourself bored with the same dishes, you can always ask that Sneaky Dragon Collective Hive Mind uh, for some delicious and healthy inspiration. Take care and have a great week. I've already gotten some from uh, from our delightful listeners, and so thank you so much for that. Always open to ideas on that front. I love, you know our, what? I
0: love our Sneaky Dragon Hive You mind. know what?
1: I'm going to make that one of our questions this week is like, what is a healthy meal that you love? What's a healthy meal? Because we usually go with, what's a decadent Garbage, treat? yeah. What's a thing? Well, what is something that you eat that's healthy, that you, really, that you really like, that's a real winner for you? Chris Roberts asks, fancy sandwich, you ask? Lately, I've been enjoying crunchy peach peanut butter, thinly sliced cucumber, and black pepper, just on one on regular old white bread. So simple. So tasty. Uh, as for a hot choice... Uh, homemade uh, chapati uh, folded in half like a calzone uh, and filled with leftover mashed potato mixed with red chili, garlic, and ginger, all finely chopped and lightly fried in a little olive oil. Oh, man. (laughs) I actually came up with this one on my own and proudly named it the uh, tatty chapati. Uh, Tatty. Tatty. Tatty chapati. Oh, that's exactly what it is. Thank you. Taddy being the Scots word for a potato, in case you didn't know, can, didn't ken.
0: Didn't a ken.
1: In case you didn't ken. <laughs> However, I'm not having a stroke. However, it's so good, I'm pretty sure someone else must have done it first. Nay, nee, I think you did first. <laughs> uh, something goofy I did as a kid, still do. If the mood hits me, I was to cross my eyes one at a time. I saw Anne Bancroft do it in the movie To Be or Not To Be, and I thought, I could do that, and what do you know? I could that I married Mel Brooks. Did you? <laughs> Good for you. She did that as well.
0: Thanks so much, Chris.
1: <laughs> David, do we have any letter letters?
0: We do have some. We do have a, a letter letter. Let's
1: turn to Let's the turn mail. turn to
0: the letter, 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 letter. This is from Brent Tannehill.
1: Hey, Brent.
0: Brent says, well, his subject is best ever sandwich. Oh. Or snadwich. He says, my favorite sandwich And also the most common meal I eat is a grilled cheese sandwich. I make it with jack cheese, jalapenos, tomatoes, basil, and mustard on sourdough bread. I always plant basil. Or is it basil?
1: Yeah, it can be both. Both are correct.
0: I always plant basil.
1: It depends if you're doing faulty towers, in which case you go, (laughs) Basil!
0: Basil! I always plant basil! (laughs) Jalapenos and tomatoes in my garden, mainly for the sandwich. Oh, that's good. That's smart to to plan ahead. Roma tomatoes are best. They are good for cooking and eating because they, because as he says, because they don't make the sandwich soggy like regular tomatoes will. That is very true. Anaheim peppers are a good second choice if jalapenos are not available. Okay. That is from Brent. Thank you, Brent. I have to admit that I am a simple grilled cheese sandwich eater. Not only am I simple, I also make simple grilled cheese sandwiches, which are just bread, butter, and cheese. And then I use a hot sauce with them after as an after thing. Yeah. Uh, you know what's interesting? Um. Well, sorry. We have... So you, we want our question to be healthy.
1: Yeah. What's something you eat that's healthy but is really good? Like a healthy meal that you uh, put together.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I don't know what that means. But anyway, okay. Um. <laughs> That's Maybe a, you have a really great salad that you that you make. Maybe there's just something really light that you have that's like a really good snack that you really enjoy. That's a that's a healthy snack. Apples. Apples are good. Do you put something on? Put a little peanut
0: butter on there. Nah. What do you do. Just eat a plain apple. Okay. I eat a, I eat an orange and an apple every day. Okay. Well, it's all apples and oranges. Orange is, orange is my morning <laughs> snack, and apples are my afternoon snack. Orange is your morning snack. Okay. Yeah. So it's not the new black. Okay. Orange is not the new black. Okay. Um, but yeah, the other day, in I was going to say this, but the other day in my um, in my timeline on Facebook,
2: mm-hmm.
0: one of my favorite things I've ever gone to in my life came up in my memories. What's that? And I was so excited, and I shared it with someone at work, and they were completely unimpressed. <laughs> and that is, I know people are going to be surprised when they hear this, one of the greatest things I've ever attended in my life. Yeah. The Stromness, this is a city in or- the Orkneys, the Stromness Shopping Week Parade. I have never been to a parade more impressive. I am not joking.
1: I'm not thinking. You're More
0: joking. impressive than the Stromness Shopping Week Parade. It is the most flabbergasting. It is just the most impressive thing you'll ever see. Okay, it's hard to explain to people why it's great. First thing you got to know: the Orkney Islands population as of 2019, 22,000 people. That's the entire series of islands. Gotcha. The Orkney Islands, Ronzi, Stronzi, yeah. Mousy, Blowsey. As we know, uh, yeah. Groundskeeper Willie is from there. Groundskeeper, <laughs> Groundskeeper Willie. The Orkney, Island, the Orkney Islands themselves.
1: He was a Dooney. So he was in love with
0: Uppy. He was a Dooney.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, interesting. I. So, yeah, this led me on a bit of a chase, but let me just say about Shopping Week Parade. So, Stromness is the second largest city in, in uh, Orkney. First city being Kirkwall. Okay. Second being Stromness. All right. Stromness is part of their, you know, sp- you know. Uh, kind of city, city spirit thing, put on Shopping Week, encouraging people to shop in stromness which is even more relevant today in the days of Amazon than it was in the days when I was there. But we went there. Relatives said, do you want to go see the stromness shopping parade? Lisa and I said, what, what the heck? Why not? Why not? We don't know what you're talking about. We have no idea what this is. We're into it. Let's go. Yeah. We went. My mind was literally blown <laughs> by how impressive and how elaborate the floats were. It's insane. Like the one, the one that came to my memory was it was a it was a a float commemorating rock stars who had died, and it had like this (laughs) reference to cemeteries on it, and it was just crazy. And then it was towing a guy in a bathtub who was yelling away at people while he was in this bathtub being towed by the float, which is being towed by a tractor.
1: Okay, so who who was the rock star in a bathtub?
0: I don't know. I don't even know what that was a reference to. Like some of the some of the references in the Shopping Me Parade were were like local things. Like there was one float that had as part of it on the front, it had it was it was being towed by like a tractor, and the tractor had its its um like its front shovel up in the air. Yeah, and it was had a helicopter hanging from it with a little kid in this heli- in this helicopter, <laughs> and the helicopter was a reference to the fact that a somewhat like this guy who was like a pilot of the helicopter for the Coast Guard. Yeah the Scottish Coast Guard had landed in, in the Orkney so he could go to the butcher shop to pick up some stuff. And it was like a big cause celeb at the time. And so they had it commemorated in a float in this shopping week parade. It was, it was just crazy. It's crazy. I highly recommend that if you want to see Madness. Yeah. One of the best ones I saw when I was looking through this, because then I became fascinated by these I was watching them on, was a Shopping Week. So Stromness, S-T-R-O-M, Ness. Shopping Week Parade 2019. Up. And you'll see like, you'll see actual, <laughs> like a D-Day invasion thing with two tanks, a Sherman and a Panzer driving through the city. I mean, they're made up, they're, yeah. they're like made of cardboard tanks, but they made tanks. There is 22,000 people in this bloody island. How many of them live in Stromness? I have no idea. And here they are putting together tanks. It's crazy. It's madness. I love it. I love it so much. I can't even explain how much I love it. Technically,
1: that is called Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's just so great. So anyway, I love it. And then I was like, I was curious. So then I went to the ba, which is everyone knows the famous game that's played once a year on I think on New Year's Day. The city gets together. The uppies, the uppies versus the doonies. Right. Uh, you are a oh, you sent me a link. Yeah. You are a you are a you are a uh, a dooney if you came into town from the lower side of Kirkwall. Yep. I am a dooney. I came I landed in Stromness on the ferry that left Aberdeen, landed in Stromness, so I came into the city from the lower side. Lisa is an uppie cuz she came in fr- on the other ferry that lands <laughs> on the upper part of the island and you come in th- you come into Kirkwall from the top. So, we are we are of course both, you know, like pitched against each other when the when time for the ball. But the ball is a is a competition where it's mostly men. I'm sure women are welcome to do it nowadays, but it's mostly men. It's, a, it's like the largest rugby scrum you've ever seen. Okay. They gather outside St. Magnus Cathedral, which is sort of at the center of Kirkwall. If you are a, if you are an, a downy, a dooney, you have to get the ball <laughs> to the base of the Kirkwall Hospital. You have to touch the wall of, right. the, of the hospital. If you are an uppie, you have to get the ball into the, into the harbor of Kirkwall. So those are, your, those, that's where, that's, those are the rules. So they're like showing their preparations. They're showing like they're putting up these big two, like two by sixes, over the windows of the stores and stuff along the main streets of Kirkwall, so they don't get damaged during this melee. Uh, And yeah, it just starts, and it's just like a ginormous like pitched battle of like a million people all like pushing against each other. And you're just like, oh, this looks like the most unpleasant thing I've ever seen. But it's just it's magical. I would love to like I would love to be there to watch it. I wouldn't want to be take part in it because that just feels like too many people. Uh, together from for my liking, but uh, it's it's great. It's just great. It's just crazy, but it's great. And then I was I was watching it, and uh, you know it was nice because they were interviewing people from Orkney, and so I could listen to the accents. It made me all homesick for a home I don't know the name of my home, but I just love Orkney so. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Anyway, Shopping Week Parade. I highly recommend you look it up on on. Uh, I'll put a uh, you know what I'll link to the 2019 one on the website. Make it easy for you folks to check it out there. that will be great.
1: What's a, I think I'm going to throw another question out there. Mm-hmm uh what's some place that you're not uh from that you're homesick for oh that's
0: a good question england for sure yeah yeah england is definitely my home away from home for
1: sure yeah i got a bit of that for new york as well but uh but yeah
0: although to be honest with you i always say that if i could live in any city in the world i'd live in paris so
1: does it feel uh does that feel like home to you
0: paris i just love it i don't know why i just love i love the feel of paris
1: yeah no i'll give you that here's the I, nice thing
0: about living in uh in uh, england though mm. you can go to paris
1: yeah exactly yeah yeah you can come back home
0: yeah <laughs> what i love about england is it's the same only different yeah sure. that's what i love about there's it. it's familiar but unfamiliar yeah. at the same time and that's very comforting for mm-hmm. some reason what i love about paris is just the feeling of it i love the i love the this is a feel of it. i love the city i love the way people dress i love the riding on the metro yeah. i love going to the museums and it's like all that part it's of a it different it's sure. a different mindset for sure. it's a different mindset there for sure yeah. and yeah it's uh, it's 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 a great great city
1: all right, so there we go. Yeah, those are those are two questions. I love around. them both. I'm gonna What's, a, what's something healthy uh, that you like uh, to as like a, a meal or a snack? And what's some place you're homesick for that you uh, is not your home?
0: Yeah, um, I'm gonna have a different question for next week. Though.
1: Oh, uh, you can put it.
0: This week, no, though. no, it's fine. We'll use it next week.
1: All right. How would people contact us, Dave, if they wish to do such? Like- hey,
0: if you want to tell us about a city that's like home to you, only you don't live there, or a uh, country, or if you want to talk to us about. The thing that, oh, a healthy meal, a healthy meal that you love. Yeah. You can do it the following ways, everyone. We have a website. It's called sneakydragon.com.
1: Got off that website.
0: (laughs) Our show is posted there. On that post, you will find a comment section. Talk to us there. If you are a person who likes to have a little one-on-one communication, you can use our email address. It's sneakyd at Mm sneakydragon.com. We also, on our website, have a contact us page. It has a snail mail address there. If you are even more old-fashioned and wish to <laughs> pen a letter to us, you may do so. We recommend that you use fountain a fountain pen with ink. Yeah, okay, our quill is. Or a right. quill is even better. Yeah, a quill is even better. Uh, and send that send us our send that us our way. Remember, if you do use a quill, date it seventeen ninety six, so we know you sent it from Dark Shadows. And we are on Facebook at Sneaky Dragon. We are also on Twitter, where our Twitter address is at Sneaky underscore Dragon. We have a Tumblr page and all kinds of other ways that you may uh, find us, see us, look at us, and explore the world of Sneaky Dragon.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: the best way to explore it is to listen to us. And to do so, you'll have to return next week and we'll talk to you again. Goodbye, everyone.
1: Cheers.